and welcome to A Peek Beneath the Veil, the podcast edition. If you are enjoying our D&D adventure, you can always support the show by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash tabletopnotch. There, you will be able to find all kinds of perks as our way of saying thank you. And if you really like us, be sure to stock up on our official Tabletop Notch merchandise at tabletopnotch.myshopify.com. It's all very exciting stuff. But now, allow Orba to take you away into a world of mystery with this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil. Welcome back, everybody, hey. uh, to a new episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil and Tabletop Notch and all those wonderful things. Um, we're going to get into chapter six today. Um, does anybody have any notes before we dive in? Hi, Mom. No. Oh, hi, Anthony's, <laughs> hi, Anthony's mom. mom. Hi, Anthony's mom. Hi, Anthony's mom. Hi, Anthony's mom. In chapter five, Split Decisions. Bizarra woke to the sound of a knock on her door at Fable's Repose. A few rooms down the hall, old acquaintance Baron Thomas Pindle summoned her to discuss the terms of a tentative partnership. In exchange for a collection of rare chess pieces, the Baron would make sure that Bizarra's arrest warrant stayed hidden from the gentle horde. With an agreement in place, Bizarra also managed to talk her way into an invite for the Mollifer Estate wine tasting, where she hoped to find a lead to her first piece of the set. Back at the dancing clam, a mysterious blank letter was delivered to Sephira and Orba with no clue as to who had sent it. With nothing else to go on, Graven and or- Orba prioritized the removal of the curse that Graven had become afflicted with from opening the trap door, setting their sights on the healing expertise of Michael at Touch and Go. Sephira and Erland Erland made a detour to offload some goods <laughs> before paying a visit to the library of Orinchupa, where they finally laid hands on the first edition Grimari's giant grimoire. The reference page contained a hidden warning, or perhaps a threat, and Erland duplicated its contents to examine later. While Bizarre contemplated how she might afford an outfit to blend in among the city's elite, Orba was learning that some of the materials they'd gathered underground had significant value, enough to cover Graven's medical expenses with plenty to spare. Looking for information about the abandoned house in the Rose District, Sephira and Erland hopped next door to Chupa Hall, where they spoke to First Spear Pulnik. He'd done some digging and found the house was registered to a person whose name we'd heard before, Boraj Ilkrava. Erland unwittingly <laughs> offered Pulnik a slightly different account of the events in the grotto that he'd heard from Graven, and the two half-elves were brought inside for some additional questioning. After a bit of a tense discussion, <laughs> Pulnik let them go, with a stern directive to make sure they stay in town until their investigation could be completed. All parties headed back to reconvene at the Dancing Clan, but not without completing some small errands along the way. Orba identified a magical amulet, Bizarra spruced up her tunic with some fashionable scraps, and Sophia scored a date with a young man of the local guard. (laughs) While catching up at the inn, we were informed that Robert Bastille wished to see us over at the Five Sisters Tavern. There, we learned that while Robert had no new news of Jillian to report, an old business partner of his would be attending the Mollifer Estate wine tasting. A tiefling who'd been in frequent communication with Jillian just before she went missing. Robert was able to acquire one invitation for us, the 
but the rest would have to sneak in as day laborers or find some alternative way to get in. We were to meet at the Urenshupa stables just before sundown, and we had some decisions to make. Who would go with Bazaar as the other invited guest to the tasting? How would we approach Robert's contact without drawing suspicion? And would Safira have to cancel her date? <laughs> we find out now on chapter 6 of A Peak Beneath the Bed. In the comfortable warmth of the early afternoon, sun peeking through a somewhat cloudy sky, Erlen, Graven, and Bazara made their way back to the dancing clam having just met with Robert Castillo. Orba and Safira, back at the dancing clam, stand their way. Um, <clears throat> are you at the bar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure. Yeah. Um, the bartender kind of knows you at this point. He comes over. He's <laughs> oh, in the house. Nice. Um, as we watched Erland leave without saying a word, uh, Orbo like comes up and hikes herself on a bar stool next to Safira, and she looks at the door that he just walked through, and she just says, "That boy's going to get us killed." <laughs> yeah, feels like that sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah, no, I think it feels like that all the time, actually. Well, fingers crossed. I think he's clever, though. That's all I'm going to say. It's not so much his cleverness that I'm concerned about, really, to be honest. I... I find his actions reckless, and... I am worried that whatever curiosities he has about this book and other problems he's trying to solve, it's going to drag us into something really big. I think we've already been dragged into something really big, don't you? And I'm frightened of that fact, yes. But... You're a soldier, right? I was. Right. I just don't want us to... find him as our leader at some point. Because I'm not so sure that I trust him. I think he's keeping a secret from you guys, and I don't like it. Right? Well... Tell me how you really feel. I'm just saying it. it was, there was an opportunity, and you guys seem to be getting... Uh, not close, but you guys are spending time together. I just mean that you guys are spending the most time together, and I can see why... Look, if he causes any problems... I'll shut them down. Is that what you want to hear? Sure. Mm -hmm. Perfectly capable of that. Okay, cheers. And then she hops off and just kind of wanders around <laughs> the bar and as you area. Guys sort of have this discussion, awaiting the return of the other party members. You notice sort of a distraught-looking woman with red hair and a simple gown entering the dancing clamp, and she shuffles quickly over to. The staircase that leads down, where you, you, I think you saw the guard standing there, that sort of leads down to the presumably the basement of the dancing clan. And she starts to have kind of a frustrated, pleading conversation with the guard, who, as she approaches him, he sort of gently holds his hand out. And they're sort of having a quiet but heated discussion over there. It, can I kind of wander and linger nearby mm -hmm. and see if they sure, notice? Yeah, they, they they don't seem to she doesn't seem to be necessarily trying to hide her discussion so you're able to get up there without any kind of they're not sort of looking out and you hear a little bit of back and forth and you hear the guard sorry man 
I know your husband goes down there quite a bit. But we can't let you through without a pass. And the woman speaks up. Tanner, I need to go down there and find someone to help me. I don't know where he is, so I can't get a pass. I don't want to have to physically stop you, man. But I will if you may. And at this, he reaches out and touches her on the shoulder, like gently on the shoulder, in a sort of comforting way. I'm sure we'll let her turn up soon. For better or worse, he always does. And she sort of holds her ground for a moment, kind of gives him a pleading look, but she she's not going to physically overpower this person, so she sort of backs off, steps away, nods at him, and kind of collects herself and starts to walk back towards the door of the dancing room. Um, I scoot quickly over to Safira and tug at her and say, I think that's Willard's wife. I think we need to talk to her. And I kind of look over. Um, can I call it ma'am? You catch her attention. She kind of looks. She doesn't recognize you. She's... Um, you're looking for your husband. <clears throat> yes. We met him. When was the last time you saw him? A lot of people know my husband, but they rarely have his best interests at heart. Uh, if you'll excuse me. We performed a favor for him. I think, hopefully, we left in good... We have a fine relationship with him. We've done him a good service. You can persuade him, Trevor. Gosh. Her death perception is... Uh, <laughs> death is terrible. <laughs> I'm so sorry. 15. 15. <laughs> We're in a bit of trouble, and I need to find Willard. You said you saw him. When was it last that you saw him? Um, when was it last that you saw him? Yesterday near the checkpoint, right? Yeah. Or just past the checkpoint. The outskirts of the city, yesterday. And you haven't seen him since then? No, but I think I know what kind of trouble you're in. He mentioned that he was in a bit of debt with the gentle void. Right. It's true. Some men of the Gentle Void have come looking for him. They're there, taking up permanent residence in my backyard. He needs to come back with a book. They're looking for it, and they won't leave until he comes back with it. And I came here to go down in the basement, perhaps procure a bit of help. What kind of help? I told them that I, I thought I knew where Willard was, and that I'd go fetch him. They let me leave, but she looks around a little bit. I suspect I'm being followed. I can't go to the authorities. I have no idea what the gentle void would do, or what might be in our cellar that would get us thrown in prison, or worse. I need someone to go and get the void members out of my house, or just talk them into giving some more time for Willard to get back. They said if I didn't find him soon, that they'd leave me with a Parting gift. Sounded a bit ominous to me. Will left you to deal with this on your own. He said he was going to get the book, and he hasn't come back. He always comes back. He didn't leave a note? He didn't tell you where he was going? He just said he was going to get the book, and they'd be back in less than a day. It's been more than a day now. 
You need someone to go and get them out of your house, that's what I, you want? I just need a bit of time. I've sent for my uncle from Mugu. He's gonna come and smuggle me and Willard out. If I could just turn this lock away, it'll hopefully be a couple of weeks before they come back. I just need to convince them that Willard will be back soon and that they can come back later. But if they're there in my house, they'll know if I try to leave. Well, I think we probably would be able to help you. You'd be able to help me? She hates me right now, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's very young. Look, we have a document, something that I've been told we can give. I'll have to discuss it with my travelling companions. Is there a place we can meet you? Is there somewhere you can stay where you'll be safe? I have to return to my house so they'll come looking for me. The house is 33C, in the Rose. How do you think... How do you think we can clear those men out of your house? Convince them that you saw Willard with the book, presumably, hopefully. Yes. Tell him that he's on his way back. How many of these men are there? Five, I think. Five, well armed? They're armed. I don't know how well armed. Leather armor. They have weapons. <sighs> Look, I'm not particularly keen on getting caught up with a gentle void. I wouldn't ask you to if I wasn't desperate. Like I said, I was trying to get into the basement to hire someone. I don't even know if there would be someone there who could help There's me. someone you can hire in the basement? There are services you can rent out. Should we the pass? Um, sure. We... So, you're not going to help me then? No, no, no. I was just trying to consider all options. Um... Why don't we try to get all hands on deck here, then? If you can hire someone from the basement, then they probably wouldn't hurt unless they're absolutely, completely demoted. I don't have a pass. We have a a forged pass. I'm told it's pretty decent. I don't know how hard these guys look at these things. I haven't had a pass myself, so I couldn't tell you how good it is. <laughs> do these? Do you know if these men answer to somebody higher up, like uh, someone specific? I imagine they do. I've seen these ones before. They're they come and store things in the basement. Mm-hmm. It's not the first time they've been by. Is there is there a, a somebody whose presence would make them leave? Like either military or somebody that is higher up on their end. I imagine there's people higher up in the gentle void than them, telling them where to go. Yeah, I'm not particularly interested in impersonating an officer of the gentle void, if that's what you're thinking. Um, I'm just asking. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably, there is someone higher up, although you don't know what I they look know like. Who that would be. I've seen different men come to the house, but no one that seems higher ranking than these ones in particular. I want to give you a pass and go. Alright. Can I take it? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to take the pass. And kind of, is it still this guy, Tanner? Yeah, the one who's standing there? Yeah. Um, 
and you're gonna walk. And over. it's it's like a pass per person, right? Yeah, presumably anyone who goes <clears throat> down needs a pass. Maybe I should give it to her, or should I go I mean, down there myself? Unless you, because I don't know what I'm looking for down there. Unless you, yeah, exactly. Unless you know, or <clears throat> I'm assuming they would also need to accept payment down there, and yeah, and I, yeah, okay, I would rather her pay for this. So I'm gonna just kind of discreetly hand it to her. She takes it. She looks at it. Does it look okay? She does. I've never seen one before. Well, maybe if you like sneakily peek it out of your coat pocket or something, like discreet. Maybe just walk up there like there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. You're giving me two very (laughs) different sets of instructions. I think, don't draw attention to yourself. I, well, I mean, I guess he's just seen you, but you can say, actually, I did find pass. Here it is. Okay. With all confidence. And I should meet you, or I should just find the help myself? Just so I know. Well, we're, we're going to be here, yeah. so find the help, come back up, let us know if they help you. Okay. She walks over, and as she's walking over, this is kind of when the other three of you <laughs> enter the turn. Nancy Clam walking like a chum. Oh wait, so <laughs> he we... has a real pass then. Yeah. Well, she's walking over right now. As, and they're as, walking in the door. Yeah, she's now over there talking. Oh, she's Okay. Did we see? Terrible. Did we see them talking with her? No, she has. Yeah, the two of them are kind of watching her walk over, and the three of you enter. What's going on? And you guys have returned from Robert Bastille. That's where you guys. So. You decided to join, I guess. Um, yes, there was no harm in it. I was, we were hired by Was there no harm in it? Not this time. <laughs> okay. But we do have news. We've got now two invitations <gasps> to the tasting tonight. Right. And a few of us can come in as laborers. So there's a possibility that all five of us could go to the tasting tonight. Uh, Robert was... Um, uh, uh, specific in that it should be either myself or you, Safira, that take the second pass as uh, uh, a um, Goliath or Tiefling would not be invited. Uh, <laughs> sure. Tiefling would be invited, but she's very young. Like, very young. Yeah, very young. You, take your you, you or I would be the only credible invitees. bold wife would be to the tasting. I believe there are only single One pass. So... Zara, of course, has her own. Well, oh. they don't know why yet. Zara has found herself in a... Oh, yeah. Then we know you were there. Yeah, never mind. Oh, they heard the story. We, we all heard the story. Graven, did he really say that? I shouldn't come? No, you can go. But as a, but as a day laborer... You and I... A cook. ...could go together as laborers and remain in the kitchens. Make connections through there. So, the question remains, which of the two of us is the least... Suspicious. Oh. Well, which do you think that is? I, it's not going to be me. I'm bold. You're and yeah, recognized. You're wanted, but also I did admittedly make a bit of a scene coming into the city. Am I going to be stuck going oh, with Arakland? I don't think you have to go together. You did well. What are the what are the chances that one of the guards from there? The yeah. That's what I'm worried about. But they saw me too. Cards aren't rich. From that, the like a checkpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. I mean, if it was one of the ones you talked to, possibly. 
this event's not run by the right. No, but like he, would, he is. Sure. There's a chance he might. Sure. Be. Yeah. Um, but you'll. Do you think you're being wanted? Would. How many, do you think that Lieutenant Honestly, Colonel it depends Massive on would, who's at the tasting. Is, Ma- is Massive powerful enough to be at the tasting? I don't know. I don't know anything about this tasting. If not... <sighs> and remember, Massive still doesn't know yeah, what you no, look like. Yeah, what I look like. I think I would be fine <laughs> if I could dress myself up a bit, get a wig. Would you be comfortable going in as a labourer? Yes, I think that however we all get in. And, well, I mean, we, we, to be clear, we need to go. We need to go in a to protect our halfling friend while she collects chess pieces. Um, right. But also, um, hopefully, Robert mentioned. Are we all comfortable telling them? Robert mentioned a man named Armand Valliard, um, who's a tiefling. We'll be at the wine tasting, and he may know something about Jill. He um, has the same job that Robert does, but in Tutu. Um, we are not to mention Robert's name. He was very adamant that we are not to mention his name. Sure. There's an awful lot of names we can mention. <laughs> just in this instance, I think just, ro- just, just Robert. Um, and don't say it. Who? <laughs> Yeah, the other one. She's, there's a name, she's not meant to mention. Well, you're just not supposed to. I can't uh, say yeah. that's where I got the invitation, yeah. so I'm just not going to say it at all. Um, and the person going into the tastings name is Jamie. Jamie. A bit androgynous, so it would work for either of us. I'm honestly indifferent. They wouldn't let us go as a couple. Single ticket. Single ticket. Unless she has a guest that we don't know of. I haven't seen mine yet. I need to go back and get it. It seems three of us will be going in as day laborers and the other, and, and two will be going in as guests. That's what it seems like. If you're not comfortable, no, then Erlend, you and Bizarra could look after each other from a distance. And we'll be close by if you need us. I'm comfortable. I think I know my way around. Will you stay sober? You know, It I is a wine tasting. And you aren't currently drinking. Do you have something to say about my drink? No, all right, I don't. All right, all right, That's all not... right. Orba, are you sort of keeping an eye on... Yes. Yeah. So she goes over, as this conversation is going on, she's gone over to talk to Tanner, the yes. guard. And um, she's holding up the uh, fake mm-hmm. pass, and she sort of hands it over to him. He takes it, sort of looks at her, because she just walked away yes. and came back. And he looks at it, and he kind of... Hands it back to her. Can I wave yeah, her we, over? And she sort of shuffles over. Um, we, we all hear. Yes, we're all here. Um, these um, are these are. I'm sorry, that didn't work. But these are my colleagues, and we have another real basement pass for you to borrow. Okay. Oh, borrow. Yes. Uh, just well, let's wait. Just quiet. quiet. Uh, he said that I couldn't come back with another pass. He already knows she doesn't have a pass. No, we're just giving her one. He knew it was fake, and she hands it back to you. And he said not to come back today, and that he'd get in trouble if you let me down. What can we look for for you? I've never been down. Presumably one can hire muscle if they need it. 
Okay. Who is this? Okay, so this. <laughs> oh, I didn't um, catch and it. she, no, 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 she gets she a little nervous. Okay, they're okay. We helped. These, these people all helped. And I didn't catch your name. What was it? You all know my husband? Yes. Lauren. Lauren? Willard hasn't come back since he got the book back. And there's Gentle Void staying at her house waiting for him to come back and they're threatening her. So she needs help. I just need to get them away just for a couple of days. I had an idea. I thought one of us, two of us, could go over with the, um, the handprint. We have a handprint yes. as a mark, as a favour from the Jungle Boy. One of us could go over, say, give us 24 hours. I've seen Willard with those before. He gave him one to stave off a bit of debt collection at one point. It might work. I hate to say it, but I definitely can't go. Ma'am, would you mind giving us privacy for just a moment? Of course. She steps back, she walks, sort of nervously staying over near the wall. Is that not something we might need to keep for ourselves, given that we're about to go into a very dangerous, potentially dangerous one day's day? Look, I feel for her. Her husband has just left. She's got a home full of soldiers who could easily kill her. She's, she's not armed, she's not trained, she's a woman and she's been abandoned. I'd like to be able to help her. But what if the handprint could benefit me down there at the tasting? To get a chess piece or so? I'd hate to turn it over to the, the gentle boy if it is of something of importance. And there is a good chance that Willard is already dead. We could... She's going to be smuggled out of the city tomorrow, whether or not Willard is alive. It seems like we have two choices. Give it, give it uh, three choices. Um, effectively not help her, which I'm particularly not interested in. Um, give her the handprint, or we all go down and either try and convince the gentle void or intimidate the gentle void out of into leaving her alive. Isn't the point of going down there to find someone to, Im- to intimidate the gentle Yes, but there's five gentle void there. He means her house. We should, yes, house. We, should, oh. we should all go together if we, we want to try and... I it's really no things. We can hire someone to intimidate them, which may or may not work. We could go to try to do it ourselves, which I think is a terrible idea, because then not only will they recognize us, but if... We don't know how well trained they are. I'm not sure that we particularly want to get into a fight if we don't have to. Or we can not help her. Or we can go, offer our favor, hope that they give us 24 hours and maybe save her life. She said she needs muscle. You would like to help this one. Yes, and I can be quite intimidating under certain circumstances, so I would be happy to go if you trust me. To try um, first to intimidate and then. We're not going to have you go alone and try to intimidate them. Well, I I can be intimidating. I would accompany you. I do not think you should come. I... You don't want to. I... Me and the gentle void are not quite on good terms. That's okay. I have an idea, though. Um, What about a certain gentleman of the name of Crump? He's very (laughs) large and he... Doesn't oh, really care about much. I don't know who this man is. 
Yes, oh. you do. No, I don't. I've never met this man. He's a he's a drunk that oh. shouts up in the bar and then. But he's large, he and I'm sure he has large friends that are also drunk and not very much sane. I don't know if he's going to want to do that. To be quite honest, honestly, I could ask him. We can go, and if it doesn't work out, present the hand ourselves. Is that what you're suggesting, Olga? I, I think I, one of you should go and prepare to go to the ball. Uh, <laughs> tasting. See, and I got your mind on all. <laughs> yes, at least two of you have to go prepare for that. Olga and I can go to the home. Well, if Olga and you, you met Crumb. Have you met Crumb? Do either of you know Crumb? I know. I don't think I have. No. 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 Um, so you met him at the bar, and the two of you met him when you went to the trunk. Yeah. yeah. How about this? How about the three of us go over to meet Crumb where he works? What's the name of where he works the again? Trunk. The trunk. Let's go over to the trunk. See if Crumb and a few friends will, for a few pieces of gold, go with you to, to her house. For extra intimidation. This dude works at the general store. And he's a drunk. <laughs> drunk. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's more just for the the purpose of having the more bodies there. I I feel big enough. I feel big enough too. I I think that maybe extra padding is not you know not a bad idea. Maybe it's a shield. No. Okay, we're not going to do anything terrible to Crumb. I'm not going to trust a drunk <laughs> to do my intimidation. So, Graven, you and I will go. You and I will one go. Bring, and one of us as well? Bring the hand. Whether, whoever, whoever wants to volunteer themselves. You two yeah. have to decide who's going to the tasting. What are you wearing right now? <laughs> or I guess, what are you wearing? Right? Any, what are you wearing? No, seriously, legitimately, what are you wearing? Right? I, what, 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 where did we last leave our attire? I can't go in what I'm wearing. I have to buy it. If anything, I could help spruce you up. I no. can, have I, you seen my outfit for the taste? I, I have. assume I could go in your very expensive looking cloak. That's I'm serious. <laughs> your, your cloak is apparently very ex- expensive looking. Yeah, you could. You might have to spiff up what's underneath it. Cloak wouldn't cover you completely. You'd be able to tell that underneath clothing's fairly functional. Or but you have the address? Of the house? Yes. Let's go. Um uh uh she uh, She takes out her coin purse and looks to Safira. <laughs> this is sixteen gold. Buy him Where did you something. Don't, I sold your potion so that he would be healed. Don't be mad at me. Can we all have some of it, given that it was our potion? I was ready found? to do that, but it seems like at the moment we need to prioritize some things. Just buy him a pair of things. What? What is this sixteen go for? I sold something, and it was for. It was what, is, what is? What is she? I'm giving it to her so that she can have some something to wear, or him. I don't care. Graven, Bye, can we go? Oh, isn't that nice? I just sit on a bench and fashion my own outfit. That's very resourceful of you. We'll divvy up the gold later. That's not what's important right now. I'm can we go and drink this woman? Lauren. Yeah, she comes up. Look, we have a plan, and we're gonna help you. We're gonna send Graven here and Orba to your home, and we're gonna try to convince the gentle boy to leave. You said you only need 24 hours. Your uncle is coming to smuggle you after that. Is that true? Just the two of you, then. Trust me. Make a persuasion check. That was a start <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. Uh, six. I really 
don't feel comfortable returning with only two people by my side. How far away is your house? It's not far. Ten minute walk, fifteen perhaps. Um, Orba goes upstairs really quick without saying anything, just up into the hallway, or like into our room. Sure, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that she could be in a moment of private. Sure. Um, And she'll cast... Lauren kind of watches her go up, and I'll I'll pull her attention to ask Um, questions. Sure, as she goes. And spell, yeah. Alright, and Orba's going to cast Disguise Self. Okay. And she's going to turn into... And let me know if this sounds right. She's just gonna... read the contents of the okay. spell. Just so you okay, so uh, you make yourself, including clothing, armor, weapons, and other belongings on your person, look different until the spell ends. I think it's an hour. Um, you can seem shorter, t- taller, fatter, thinner, blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, they can be fail to hold up to physical inspection. I don't quite know what that is qualified as. It means if someone walked up and touched... Touched me. Yeah, it, it, like if you made yourself appear fatter and they went up and touched your belly, yeah. their hand would go through it. It's like an illusion. So like, if I made myself taller, they would swipe up Yeah, if they head. if they touched your head, it would just go through it like as if it was... Great. Um, cool. I'm gonna make myself look like Graven. I'm gonna, <laughs> okay. like, slightly different. Just like jump. male. Sure, like a male Goliath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll have some stripes. I'll be wearing, like, nice heavy armor. Sure. Um... I guess I'll have, like, a sheath, but it's not going to come out. It'll be, like, a big sword kind of thing. Um, And, like, a bunch of scars, like, on my biceps and my face, just, like, just ravaged by time (laughs) battles. Um, So she'll leave the room, come downstairs. Is this something that I would be able to recognize that she did or not necessarily until she gets okay. closer or you know all right <laughs> so none of us know that yeah you can't tell that it's orbo as, as she's coming down you can't tell that it's her um she walks over yeah she walks over to it's the like, group it's probably the first goliath yeah, seen exactly yeah, in like, the city. Raven, she is that a friend of yours she looks at lauren and she goes are you convinced now Those two Goliaths is, uh, something. Presumably you have some powerful magic at your fingertips. And she just gestures to what she just did. What? Um, Let us help you. All right. Well, let's go now because this spell doesn't last very long. <laughs> and you're still speaking in the same yeah. voice, not making really an effort to disguise yeah. For now, when I'm, okay. like, around. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. We yes. should go with you, yes? In case there's a fight? Uh, the reason that I'm concerned about doing that is because when we go to this tasting, if there are members of the Gentle Void there, which presumably there will be, right. I don't want. I don't know how quickly they could communicate a description of us over... She can hear this and she's... Five would be better than two, if it comes down to it. One of you is welcome to follow us. We're going. We don't have much time. Yep. I'm not going. Sorry, Lauren. Okay. Respect you, love you, love the cause, can't go. <laughs> Very well, Seth. Do you think you would be noticed by someone? Do you think you would be noticed by <laughs> Elfish! Do you think you would be noticed by someone <laughs> at the... at the tasting? I, I don't know. I just, I'm not sure that it's a good idea to take the risk. I don't want to send you... Here's the thing. I don't think that you should try to start a fight with the gentle void. You go with them, I'll go to the tasting, if you're worried. 
Alright, I'm gonna give you the 16 gold. Okay. I'm just gonna hand you the 16 gold. Marbuck takes a quick glance at Sephira. Marbuck watches this transaction take place. Um, You'll do all the talking, Can I just whisper to her? Look, if anyone's gonna be good, not to at a wine tasting with a bunch of dicks, then that is the one that's going to be good at it. Lauren, these two that are there, they the two that are stationed, they come and go. Are they are they swapped out with others? I didn't say two. I five. said five. <laughs> yes. We'll be fine. What we're going to say is we okay. helped we helped Willard get his book, and he's just delayed, and he's coming back with the book. And we'll give him a place I don't to think leave. we want to say we helped him with the book. We'll, we'll talk about this on the way. <laughs> so the three of you are making. Yeah. I'm not going to taste. I can sneak in as a neighbor. Yeah. Right now, the plan is to have you and Erlen go as the invitees. Yeah. Um, but I'm not talking anymore. So. Right. Sure. In Elvish, Erlen don't wear that cloak. They're looking for someone with that cloak. You have sixteen gold. Buy a new cloak. Right. Elvish, <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Kind of inside jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly make your way back to your home. Just give us a little time. I want to go quite quickly. This is going to wear off. That's right. What about your date? Oh, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have a gentleman waiting can for we, you? Can we? Can we? Well, we'll do, I this, uh, yeah, we'll I, do I, this quite quickly. Turn around and walk out the door. Yes. Okay. Please. You're following her. She's yes. sort of leading the way mm-hmm. out the door. Great. You guys exit out the door. Bazaar and Erland are left behind. We'll stay here at the end of the all right, Halfling, get me up to speed. What do I need for this wine tasting? You just need to look present. Sort of looks at himself. <laughs> something, a, something a little nicer? Maybe a bit. Right. Since you can't wear the cloak that you have, I would say a little something jazzier. Where should I go? Uh, there's a place. It's called... The lightest stitch. Yeah. Like a stitch. Let them know I sent you. Um, he's a very nice man. You need to get on his good side at least. But um, he is um. At the rival stitch. Rival. Rival. Yeah. His name is Rival. He helped me with all of my trimmings. <laughs> I guess you could say it's quite expensive, though. Will sixteen gold be enough? You could get something of that sort. I just didn't even have that much. <laughs> so, um, But if you go, I'll, I'll walk that way with you because I need to stop <laughs> by and get my invitation anyway. Alright, um, to the... It's in the rose? It's in the rose. Uh, to the rose, then. Excellent. You can make your way. We'll go back to uh, Lauren and yes, It's just a couple of blocks this way. Okay. Um, so, as I was saying, these, these five men... Are they always the same men? Are they switched in and out? I've seen a couple of them before, but occasionally it'll be different. It's not always the same men. And it's not always five? No. Sometimes it'll just be one man with a couple of pieces of paper or an item. We'll go down into the basement and I won't see him. So they're getting answer as time goes. Can I do this quickly? I say that we, we walk in with confidence and say, well, I'll say, um, 
maybe not as a friend ruler, but as a as someone who knows him well, that he is coming with the book, and to give them a place to meet him, and to send them somewhere else to meet him. And if it immediately, if it seems like thing, if they don't believe us, or if things start to go wrong, I'll have that paper with a hand that I can before violence breaks out, I can present it. Yeah, I'm not sure we should. Can I kind of whisper this to him? Because mm-hmm. I don't want more. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm not sure we should make any promises while you're not coming back. We just need them to be away for 24 hours. It doesn't, whatever happens after that, as I said, Willard may already be dead. Right now, we're really just trying to have his wife. Yeah. How do we know he's bringing the book back? We know he has the book, or a book. When did we last see him? <clears throat> at least a day ago. That's too long. I think we said we saw him eight hours ago. He had gotten into... We have to have something specific, otherwise they'll just stay at the house and wait for him there. We should we should come with some confidence that we know. Maybe he had hidden the book in a safe location, but it was a day's ride away. He'll be back tomorrow. Then they'll wait there. For 24 hours. We need them to leave. Okay. Do you like my plan, Wilbur? I like that plan, but I think I think if you say, like, uh, 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 that, you, like, you, it's, 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 it's not polite to wait and threaten the lady. I feel like politeness is lovely. Well, you can word it however you like, but that's just how I'm saying it. But it's, 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 uh, you could challenge their masculinity by saying, oh, you need five men to watch this one lady. Like, that's not very nice. As you guys are talking, it's just up here. Okay. points. Good idea. Can we, can we see at this point how many people are around or there? Her house? Yeah. There's no one at the... She so they're points. in the back. She right. said yeah. they were in the place. There's going to be like ten dudes. Oh, <laughs> oh god. Oh god. She points to her residence. Uh-huh. Is there a way we can go around the back? You'd have to climb a, a large wall with ropes if you can climb. I could always sneak up onto a tree in the backyard and be ready like, no, to intimidate with a thing. You look intimidating up close. Mm-hmm. That's the point. You yeah, that's what I'm... Yeah. Just... Is the intent to talk him out of it or to fight him? Because if they see you sneaking up the wall, they're going to fight you. The intent is to talk him out of it. Yeah. But I'm prepared, so I'm going to draw my my kind of like cloak over my head. Yeah. Hang back and look. Is there. Can can I go like around back and like. You would have to. So there's like residences next door. You'd have to sort of go to the next door residence's yard and kind of go back and climb the wall over if that's what you're talking about. Okay, can I kind of, is there a way for me to climb the wall or to climb a tree that's adjacent to the wall and then kind of, like, stay there with my... Sure, yeah, you, you, so you go to the neighboring residence and already Lauren looks a little worried one of you has ditched the sort of entourage heading in and you head along, you sort of follow the wall along her, uh, the edge of her property. You notice that her property in particular, the walls are significantly higher than some of the other walls surrounding the properties in the rows yeah. for some extra privacy, perhaps. Yeah. And there are there's a couple trees sprouting up in the wall, and you're you're climbing it. You're attempting to, yeah. And you're attempting to do so without making noise. Stealthily, yeah. Sure. Give me a give me an athletics check first. Got it. Come on. Athletics first. Uh, yeah. Okay. Hang on. 
hard. This is going to be real hard. Okay, 18. 18, great. So you're able to, there's a tree that's close to the wall, and you kind of like wedge yourself between it. You're able to kind of scoot yourself up and make a stealth check as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a natural one. Can I see her doing this? I mean, she's gone. She's, she, yeah, you can see her. Uh, um... <laughs> Uh, can I, as, on, as I mean, on her on her way up, as she sort of she gets to a part that's a little it's slicker. There aren't uh-huh. as many branches, and it kind of and you hear sort of a, and sort of some leaves come tumbling down, and you can hear sort of on the other side of the wall there was sort of sort of general talking, and it gets quiet as they're sort of listening, but that's all you hear. Okay. Uh, I'm in the tree now. I don't you're not, so you, the wall, tree, and you were climbing up and you, sh- you kind of slid down and made some noise on the way down. But can I see over the wall and would I be if able to take a shot? Up, yeah, if you pull yourself up and peek. Okay. You want to you peek? Oh, God. Um, yes, I'd like to peek. Okay. You take a peek into the back oh, and you... Oh, well, thank God. <laughs> yeah, you, you sort of pull your head slightly over and you can see down... And there is sort of the back sort of garden area in the, in the rear of her house. Okay. And you see five soldiers, a, a woman and four men, and they all have shovels, and they're digging in the backyard, but they, a couple of them sort of holding the shovels, hearing the noise, are kind of looking around, and... Oh, no, nice. come on. And nobody seems to have oh, oh my god. As you kind of you look up and then quickly peek back wow. down. That's all you're able to see. People with shovels okay. just sort of back there. What have we done? What have you done? I don't know. And we, so we don't know this. You can see her, like, doing the climbing up a little bit. You, you can't see what she's seeing. So you're still in the front. And there's no way I can communicate that without, well, without know, yelling. Like, right? You'd have to walk yeah, back. Yeah. Or, or okay. give yourself. Uh, can I mouth? <laughs> can you see me? Can you see me? Sure. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing in the front here? Um, oh, okay. So, so Lauren is in the front. Yeah. Brought you to 33C. Her I put. I take her hand in my giant mittens. gray yeah, sure. mittens. I mean, she reaches to your hand and, and, yeah, and part of the hand kind of goes through her <laughs> hand and she grabs onto your small tiefling hand. The key is confidence, okay? Just breathe, okay. and we'll be fine. All right. And she takes a key out of her pocket and moves away to her house. Mm-hmm. I, uh, the only other thing is that I'm taking the, the handprint out of my backpack and put it on me where I can, like, have it. Sure, close to hand. Mm-hmm. So you've arrived at the residence. And there's a metal fence in the front that's sort of slightly ajar, and the number 33C is sort of artfully built into the spiraling rods. And it leads into a small front garden area that seems a little overgrown, especially for the Rose District, where people usually pay others to keep the sort of upkeep of the house in general. And beyond the garden is sort of the front door. And she puts a lock on the door, opens it up. It's not immediately distinguishable from any other house necessarily in the Rose District, other than the sort of high walls on the sides. And you make your way in, and she leads you through the first floor, and there's a rear door. She walks up to it. Come. We go out the back, and then there's a little workshop, and that's where they go down when they come with their whatever they bring. And there's a staircase heading down there with a lock on it. And then there's another door headed out the back of that, which leads into the backyard, which is where I think they are. Shall we? 
Sorry, say that again. <laughs> so there's, so she has her house. Yeah. And then, like, you go out like a back door, and there's like a shed, like a sort of back shed, and that is where she's saying is when they bring things to store, it's in this shed. There's a basement. But the backyard is past the shed. Past the shed and down the stairs. Yes. Okay. Um, here. Uh, oh I boy. Can you give you a visual representation. Oh boy. Nothing's oh. happening. <laughs> so this How is where you, you entered. Um, so this is the house, uh-huh. and then there's a little this space. <laughs> there's a little space, uh-huh. and then this Got is the shed, and then it leads out into a backyard. Okay. And they're in the backyard. You want to put the yeah, battle cam on? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, no. You mean just the regular cam? For now, just the, the regular cam. Con- the conversation cam. Super safe. Oh, yeah. The um. polite conversation cam. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Orba so that's what starts puffing up her chest yeah. and seeing how her biceps are in the I mean, it looks pretty good from a from an untrained eye yeah. all right all right i'll do the talking and lauren kind of fades behind you as you walk in front she doesn't want to be the first one you know going through you guys walk through okay you walk through the sort of workshop area and you see what she was talking about there's like a there's like a two door wooden cellar door that you would open up like this that would lead down and on it is sort of a runic symbol that looks fairly similar to one you've seen before. That was a glyph. Um, the glyph itself doesn't look exactly the same, but you identify it as some kind of magical lock, presumably, or mm-hmm. And you see that there on the door leading to the cellar. And there's another door leading up there. Do you continue through? Um. Yeah. What's our order here? Goliath's first. Oh yeah, wait. Yeah, you're first. Yeah, you're you're in a tree. Never mind. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I won't. And down I, first. I I'm watching this. I can see them. Right? Um. Yeah. Yes. You can speak up again if you'd like. There's a little bit of noise now coming from okay. inside the house as they've been walking through, so their attention is slightly, you know, diverted. <clears> okay. Moment. I just want to make sure that I have eyes on them, just so that I could. Sure. Yeah. You climb a little further up the tree, and yeah. you. You can see down into it, okay. um, and at, at this point, the door is now opening, so their attention is now sort of on the back door of the shed area. Yeah. And they, they're sort of, there's a couple people shoveling and digging, and they look up as you guys come in, and the one in the middle kind of sticks his shovel into the ground, and as he does that and looks, a bunch of the other ones seeing you guys and not recognizing you, they don't move to attack, but they pick up you know, some weapons on the ground. There's a couple with, like, hand crossbows, and there's one that has sort of a sword on his hip. <sighs> well, well, well. It seems that Lauren's asked some of her friends over for a playdate. And yet, none of you look anything like that cowardly little shit, will it? So the fuck are you kiddies? Big words for a medium-sized man. <laughs> Big words for... Only two of you. Can just I help you? I just wanted to uh, ask a favor. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. I'm the favor man. I forgot about that. What is your true name, favor man? <laughs> it's Carradine. Carradine. Hmm? You seem to be uh, the one in charge here. For now? So... Could you humor my friend and I here and just give us a while to 
repair the damage that you've done here in the backyard of our friend Lewis. Yeah, people always say I have a real good sense of humor. So let me humor you. And a few of them sort of start to ready weapons. Orba casually just like throws her palms in the air as if she's not preparing to arm herself and we want to have an actual conversation quietly. We do not wish to fight. Friends of Lawrence? You could say that, yes. And you have willed for me? No. But we do know that he is coming. Do you? Yes. We spoke with him yesterday. Really? Yes. And he has what you're looking for. The book? Yes. I've seen it with my own eyes. What's inside the book? It's locked. Oh, it's locked. That's right. Listen. You got about 20 seconds before we waste you. Or you walk out of this house and you leave Lauren, who's under our protection. You uh, trust your companions to take on two Goliaths? Yeah, yeah you, you see, I can see you <clears throat> don't doubt your own self, but the Cloud of your other friends. Make an intimidation check. <laughs> so, uh, 21 total with a nat 20. Um, Carradine doesn't back off too much, but you can see in a few of his companions a little bit of nervousness as they kind of look around. And I mean, you guys are fair size, they're humans. Yeah. Um, they're trained, it seems, in some regard, but you sense a bit of unease in men that he sent. All, all four of them? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Tell me, companions, do you think you could convince your friend here to keep yourselves all safe by just giving us a little time here with the two of us alone? And one of them kind of walks up to Carradine. Maybe we should just call back. 24 hours is all we ask. I'm going to need more than just your word. So maybe you have something for me, and then maybe I come back in 24 hours. Because if I go back to who I'm working for, empty-handed, he scares me more than you do. doesn't walk up to take it, so he leans over. Check it. And one of the person walks up, the sort of one who walked up to whisper to him, sort of nervously <laughs> takes the paper gently and backs up. And he holds it, and Carradine motions to the woman that's with them, and she walks up. And she's wearing kind of like a robe, and she makes a little fire 
their hand, and he holds up the paper and it starts to burn, and as it starts to burn, it burns into sort of like a green mist that sort of swirls a little bit, and, it, and as it burns up, it turns into a face, like the green mist turns into a face that sort of comes into form and then dis- disappears. Do we know what the face looks like? You don't recognize it. That's a high favor you got there. Alright. Tell me what it is. We'll be back. Any motions? They start to file towards. Do they start coming to us? Yeah, I mean, you guys are towards. Uh, as they start coming, Orba just gives a, like, satisfying nod to Graven and then heads into the house into like an offset room or something. Okay. Just so when they pass, <clears throat> she's not right up next to them. Sure, yeah. So you kind of you lead the way, you kind of lead them mm-hmm. through and they pass by Graven and Carradine as he walks by, he kind of looks you up and down. I just, I don't move. Mm-hmm. And he walks by. And as he stops in the sort of uh, shed area, he looks at the Cellar doors that are shut. I wouldn't try going down there if I was you. Just watch. And they start to go, and they pass through. And you see Lauren kind of emerge from you. She's kind of sticking back. That was amazing. We got him to leave. They're gone. They're out of the house at this point. Oh my god, that was so good! I wish we hadn't had to waste in that high favor, but... Maybe we'll find other ones. And maybe, if Willard does make it back, which I'm sure he will. <laughs> Appreciate your confidence. Although, as I said, we're getting out of here the moment he gets back. And my own pits here. Can I hop over the wall and come? Sure, yeah. yeah you're up at the top, so you go... You land in the sort of backyard area. When do you expect, uh, you said your uncle? Yeah. When do you expect him? Hopefully he'll be here by tomorrow, and hopefully weather will have turned up by then. 24 hours or more? I'm just guessing here. Do you know anything about what's going on in this shed, this cliff? Do you, do you know anything? Like I said, they come and store things down there, and I don't ask questions because that's a good way to get in trouble. Why were they digging? They've never done that before. That's at first. Yes. Can I go over and inspect the the rooms and the cellar thing? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, of the yeah, make an arcana check of the sort of. Seventeen. Seventeen. I mean, in your sort of background, it's sort of dealing with potentially dangerous traps and things in the battlefield, you recognize this as possibly an explosive room, that if you opened it, it would trigger uh, an explosion. Okay. I'm just going to turn to Graydon and say, he's right about that cellar. You open it, it explodes. Um, I'm trying to understand the layout of this space. If they were digging... Is that presumably a, right above where they were storing things? Like They were digging in the backyard. <clears throat> right, but... That's what I mean. I'm, I'm trying to understand. The, the entrance to a cellar that's locked uh-huh. is in the shed. Okay, but you don't think... 
excuse me, that the stairs go down and then it's like the space is in the back? You don't know that for sure. But they, they didn't, looking at the backyard that you went into, they had dug super deep, as far as you can tell. And then I go to Lauren, do you know why they were digging? Like I said, they've never done that before. And you don't keep anything back here. I don't. Can we look? Can I look around where the... In the backyard. Yeah, make yeah. an investigation check. Make it with advantage. You guys are on investigation. Uh, 17. So you look around and there's still some shovels kind of stuck into the ground there. And you sort of inspect a little bit. And under a thin layer of dirt, there does appear to be like a dome of some kind. Sort of raised in the dirt. It seems like they were covering, in the middle of covering something up. Can we dig? Can I dig it up? You want to dig it up? How, how big is this? Like a foot in diameter? Well, I guess first, you know, give it a knock and feel. Sure. I mean, you feel it's hard. It's, you know. But I don't know what it is. Just a dome. You'd have to dig it up. Can I cast Detect Magic? You can, yeah. Yeah, I, I, well. If I do it as a ritual for ten minutes, is that too long? So I save a spell slot? Are you uh, well, I can do that. You, would you have to expend a spell slot? Then? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Um, yeah, detect magic. Okay. You sort of go in and you concentrate and you sort of let the magic flow through you and outwards in the, in the yard. And oh, ah. Uh, is that not prepared? It's not prepared. Oh. I'm so sorry. Would you like to? Um, yeah, I'll cast okay. it. Sorry. As That's a ritual okay. or regular? Um, it would take ten minutes. Yeah. Ritual, so. I mean, you guys want to converse with her more than ten minutes? I don't know. Are you in a hurry to... Can I just kind of... What time is it right now? Right now it's probably three o'clock or either. Something like that. It's in the... <clears throat> I'd like to do yeah. it as ritual. So okay. I don't have to spend this spell slot. Sure. So Orba just... So Orba sits down there. Down. She's sort of letting it prepare and, and flow through her and it takes a little bit of time so she's sitting there and you guys are uh, what is she doing? she's trying to determine if that is as dangerous as as this cellar door here okay because we'd like to know what's going on here if you don't mind I'm going to start hacking my things putting some things away no please do you should be prepared to leave yeah that's the plan don't if you if, Tell us if you're going to leave. I'm not leaving without Willard, and I'm not leaving without my uncles. Right. And I'll go into the shed and, and take a look around. Sure. Uh, make an investigation check to look around the shed. And she goes, she goes back into the house portion. She goes, there's an upstairs. She goes upstairs. And I'm following him into the shed. Sure, you can do it with advantage as well. Also, uh, 18. 18. There, aside from the... You know, rune on the cellar doors. There doesn't appear to be anything magical in nature or uh, <clears throat> notable. Uh, there's a number of it. It appears, other than that thing, it was used as a storage shed. There's tools in here. There's you know some gardening equipment, soil, and things piled up. And it seems otherwise unremarkable. Other than that. I have a theory. I think this is where one of two things. Either this is part of a mind that is storing, you know, the mind lives themselves from which to produce this solution. 
all this storing their solution on the ground. They have, I imagine, multiple houses in this area that have, are, you know, under their protection. Fluid really got himself in deep with this. Well, he told us that he didn't know what was going on, and I believed him. Well, money can make you do a lot of foolish things, evidently. He was in debt. He was also on crutches. I wonder if he tried we to... Need to make sure that Lauren is prepared to leave without him as soon as Frankel comes. That's the last thing we can do for her. The best thing we can do is to make sure that she goes the second they leave. So wherever Willard is, if he's alive or not, he sealed his own fate, in my opinion. He brought his wife into this. We need to convince her to leave then before the 24 hours are up. Well, we need, uh, uh, when her uncle arrives, as soon as her uncle arrive, arrives, she needs to leave. She doesn't need to wait for him. Maybe we can promise to her that we'll look for Willard and send, sure. and send him to her. Sure, I don't turn on keeping that promise. <laughs> so as you guys are discussing and Orba's doing a thing, we're going to go yeah. over to Erla and, and the Zara. Where are we headed? <laughs> um, how close is the um, how close is the lightest stitch to where you need to go? Oh, very close. Um, I can go with you if you'd like. I'm, I somehow think I'm all right. Okay, whatever you say, Ireland. Um, I've just been there a few times. I I imagine I'm, I'm I'm simply going to buy a cloak and should I go to the, the inn? Is that where you where are you going? You're going. Or you're going back to get the invitation. Yeah, I'm going to go get my invitation, and I guess what time is it? Three. We'll say it's close to the time. That, so three o'clock to two thirty. Oh, so it's not time to get ready yet. Um, I mean, sundown is probably, or, or the sun is getting down at around six thirty-seven. We'll say. Uh, you know, so for, we'll yeah, so you've had a few hours yet before. So, um, let's see. I guess I could go back and see if my invitation has arrived. Sure. Um, um but I'd like to pop by the library actually after the um, uh, after I get a cloak. Would you like me to join you? If you'd like. I don't see why not. Um, let's meet back. How how close like are is the sti- how close are the stitch and the inn? Are they like right next to each other? They're both in the rows, and the rows is not very big. So okay, five minute walk. Um, yeah. I'll meet you outside of um, I'll meet you outside of the uh, Fables of Venice. Where? Immediately, I'm gonna buy a cloak, and then I'll be right back. The choice is a big event, Erlen. Please make sure you look presentable. <laughs> I it's clothing. It's fancy clothing. It all looks the same. That's what they all say when they have 16 gold to spend. Okay, see you in 20 minutes. Uh, I, I, like, yeah, what do we walk past first, I guess, on our, on our route? Um, okay. Kind of in different directions. Okay. Like, if you're walking from the clam, you would separate. Okay, um, I'll see you at, uh, I'll see you at uh, Fables of Pez in, in 20 minutes. Sounds great. Right. Tell Rival I said hello. I will. You make your way to the light of stitch. Doors open. Come in. He's working on another piece. I mean, you don't know this weren't there before, but he's working on a pair of trousers there on the. And he's sort of lining up on the table and flips them over. Oh, hello. Hello there. Um, rival, I presume? Oh, yes. Uh, you've come highly recommended. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm looking to purchase um, some sort of finery, some cloak for um, the uh, 
little ashamed to admit it, wine tasting this evening. Oh, no shame necessary. <laughs> um, what do you, uh, what do you have to offer in, in, in the way of a cloak that um, would fit in? Because I'm, I'm new to town, but a cloak that would make me fit in at the event. You've come to the right place, of course. And he walks over and he has a number of sort of things set up and... For men's, we have a, a number of jerkins and caftans, cloaks, and double-breasted jackets, if that's more your style. Um, is, do they... Not from... Not from Antis... I'm not from uh, Antisuyu's. Well, welcome. Um, is, do the different uh, attires mean anything to indifferent to people? Are you, <laughs> are you looking to... Um, fit in, or are you looking to express your foreign nature? <laughs> now that's a question. Fit in, I think. Ah, yes. He goes through a couple things, and he takes out sort of a nice jacket with sort of silver buttons down the side, and he pulls it out, and this is a lovely piece, very common among the elite. You might see around the rows people wearing jackets of this kind. Um... And what do you have? Do you have anything from the from the Kira mainland? Oh yes, more of. Uh, he puts that one away and takes out sort of a looser fitting for the warm weather. It's kind of like a robe that's belted in the middle that sort of has a nice trim that goes down the center. If that's more your style. And um, uh, uh, um and how much does that? Uh, how much does that? The uh, this piece would be 14. And how much is the anti suit piece? Uh, the jacket would go about 12, but you'd probably need an accompanying pair of pants with the jacket. <laughs> ah, that would be advisable. Yes. Um, Alright, then I'll take the, um, the, the piece from the, from, from the Kira Mainland. Lovely. And he takes it and he sort of lays it out for you and he presents it to you for your sort of approval, presumably. Uh, and this would. And this 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 um, actually so I uh, I would know I would recognize this piece. Yeah, right? I mean this this looks like you've seen wealthy people in Garofford. This seems like is this something that like um, a half elf of wealth would wear, or would it be like no, place sure, or? yeah, no. As far as you, you, this seems like a someone of means would wear something like this for sure. You've seen outfits like this back in Garofford. Great. Um, uh, that looks that looks lovely. Yes. We have uh, blue, or uh, red, and uh, yellow. Do you have a preference? Do the colors mean anything? No, that's purely <laughs> aesthetic taste. Um, I think blue would match my complexion. Perfect. I thought the same. <laughs> Rival great minds. <laughs> well, I do what I can. Um, right, I guess I'd be able to afford to make the transaction. Please, have a wonderful time. And if you see Samuel Preak is there, tell him I said hello. Uh, who's Samuel? Preak? Oh, he's an author, a very good friend of mine. Oh, what kind of uh, what kind of books? Is oh. he? <laughs> Historical books, I think. He's fairly well known among the academics. Um, <laughs> more of a non-fiction. Ah, yes. Perhaps his wife then. Ah, his wife. Uh, what's his wife's name? Uh, yes, his wife will be attending as well. <laughs> <laughs> Genevieve Riley writes ah. children's literature. I mean. Genevieve Riley. Mm-hmm. Uh, no children myself, but oh, well. I'll be sure to pass along. Uh, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I appreciate your uh, uh, conviction. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm, ke- I'm keeping uh, the cloak, by the way. I'm just going to put the cloak yeah, in like, my, my bag. You, 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 the changing room? 
uh, changing you want me to change oh, it? Oh, yes. You want to wear it out? Yes. <laughs> the streets can be a little dirty. Oh, That's what I caution. Uh, great. Uh, thank you. My sister's cloak <laughs> back on. <laughs> Put the fancy cloak in the bag. Sure. Uh, right, thank you so much. Oh, of course. Anytime. We'll be open until uh, later when the event starts. Um, did I, did you happen to see a, a halfling <laughs> come in here earlier? Oh. Friend of yours? No. Oh. No, 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 no. no. Yes, uh, I sold her a bit of scrap. She was looking to make a, an outfit of her own. Yes, a, she. A promising student. Uh, she let everyone at the pub know. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't know her well, but that seems of her nature. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and, I, and I head out to no, um, uh, the... Sure. Uh, Fables uh, Fables Fables Fables, yeah. Yeah. And we'll head there first before Erland arrives. You can come back to Fables Rose. Yes. Good afternoon. <sighs> Hello. Good to see you again. Good to see you. Um, I see that um, a room has been reserved under your name. Is that right? Yes. It's amazing. Two nights. Wow. And you wouldn't spot me one. Well, I'm uh, just doing my job. <laughs> I understand, Mum. What room is uh, reserved for this evening? Ah, uh, yes. Um, 2C. 2C. Two floors lower, but it's okay. I will attend. Uh, it's all on the second floor. They're, just, they're <laughs> numbered based important. on the section. Oh. <laughs> I understand now. Key, please. Thank you. And should I get any letters? Um, not to my knowledge. Not yet. Maybe it's waiting for me upstairs. Perhaps. Thank you. You make your way upstairs. Find your way to the room. Open it up. It's a little smaller than before, but nice, but still very nice. I mean, every room here is, is very well furnished. Has sort of the same rich colors, canopy bed. And you see on a little sort of side table next to, you see a lettered invitation. And Isn't that lovely? There's a couple flowers that he's placed underneath the letter as well. Mm, quite the man with aesthetic, I guess. <laughs> Trying to button me up, I see. Ooh. Let's open it and see what it says. You open it up. And it's a very lovely penmanship invitation. It has your real name on it, Bizarra Quippler. He didn't give you a fake name. Oh. Um, so it has the thing. It's just for you. It doesn't have any. It doesn't say plus one or with attendant or anything like that. It just has your name. It's an invitation. Interesting. Hmm. Just for me, I guess. Do I know what it says? Or yeah, I mean, it says, it says it's general sort of one admission to the Mall Fair State wine tasting. So we welcome Bizarre Quibbler. Well, this is certainly a fancy invitation for me. I cannot wait to attend. Lots of pressure, I guess, but I shall do what I am told to do. Did you leave your back downstairs? Sure. Right back down, and the Earl and I put it in mine. Sure. Subtle. And are you wearing your outfit right now that you have? No, I think okay. I want my armor back. On. Okay, great. So you're wearing Because I don't want to yeah, wear it's super early. Yep. It's too early. Right now you have your sort of general. Yeah. Uh, I'm set aside. Yeah, you're just outside the door. Erland, ah. how'd it go with Rival? Wonderful. Great. What'd you get? Uh, a fancy cloak. Very nice. Was he good to you? Uh, it, it was a transaction store. I've Looked at some clothes and selected one and paid for it. I wasn't implying something else happened, Erlen. I was just simply wondering. 
Right. Um, I'm going to go to the library. Would you like to come? Yes. All right. I got my invitation. Ah, uh, yes. Would you like to see it? Yes. Okay. You take it out and take a look. Are you looking okay. for anything in particular? Uh, so what does it say? Just her name? And yeah, it says, <laughs> Welcome to the Molifair State Wine Tasting. Bizarre Quippler, you know, admission at door. Please present upon arrival. It says something. It's written in a nice calligraphy, writing, standard sort of. Nice parchment paper that's really Um I mean there's not much written on it, so unless you're looking for I mean I was gonna say like I there's no way I like I recognize the calligraphy or anything or like Should I have a Oh I don't no, oh, I didn't even take the I don't have I don't have the invitation yet, like I'm thinking well, no, that later. You do not have the invitation. Yeah, right, yes. okay. You don't have anything to compare it to about uh, it. Great. Looks lovely. Thank Nothing you. about it stands out to either of you, it seems. Quibbler is your last name? Yes. <laughs> where is that from? Where is that from? Yes. Where do you hail from? You're from here, from Antisu. Yeah, I'm from Antisu. <laughs> <laughs> is there something weird about my name, Arlen? <laughs> no, I've just, I've never heard your last name before. Oh, well, I've never heard yours. What's your last name? I'm bored. The library. <laughs> Vegan's walking. <laughs> <laughs> Invitation back, please. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Thank yes. you. And they make their way to the library. We return to the backyard for a moment where Orba's sort of finished up the ritual of her spell, and you see the faint glow signifying magic mm. underneath the ground there in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're able to identify it as the school of uh, abjuration as the school. You're able to identify that school. Okay. Is that all that I can deduce? Does it give you more than that? I think it just detects magical presences and the school that it's from. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I don't know if it detects Thank more well, than that. <clears throat> yeah, that's yeah, all. You can that detect I can... that it is a magical presence and the school of magic is abjuration. Can you impart some? DM wisdom on me and like what's the abduration what does that focus on um th- I think there's some sort of or I can look it up I have to yeah think. or like um you do know because you earlier when you guys were underground uh-huh. it's the same school of magic as the door the the cursed door okay as well yeah okay um does it tell me? Oh, I don't know if in the manual it has a breakdown of the schools and kind of their ideas. Uh, oh, okay. It's a protective, often creating barriers or warding off trespassers. Okay. Um, Would those like five people be magic users? They, they like probably well, not. Well, that one lady know. was. That one lady. So one girl called her wall of fire. So it's possible. Um, I, I think it, it's probably safe to brush off the dust, but I, I don't want to activate anything. But it's protecting something, from, from what I can tell. Uh, oh, can I have ever like, gesture to everybody to, like, kind of take a step back real quick? Sure. How far? I mean, the back is not that big, so where are you going? Um, I mean, because each of these five, so that's... Right. Can I get them into the shed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you, what do you I'm just going to cast some wind over it. 
and see if I can brush oh, some dust off. Some dirt. Right. Do you approve? Okay. Sir? Yeah. Okay, so she like kind of motions. Sure, you guys move into uh-huh. the shed. And she just casts Thaumaturgy just with a gust of wind across sure. them. <laughs> and there's sort of dirt goes like scattering. And you are, you see, it sort of uncovers a slate or stone. Okay. Sort of a rounded stone that uh, continues the glow from the, from the okay. tech magic. Can I come closer to it? You can, and, and it see. seems to have an etched rune in it of some kind. Look for a rune. And is, is it like, kind of like a pressure plate? Like, can I tell at all, or is it, it like so a The dirt patch? kind of... The dirt dispersed off the top, it's like a circular stone as far And the as runes, tell. are they similar to the runes that we saw, like, inside? They don't seem the exact same, but yes, they, I mean, the, it yeah. seems like a rune or a glyph of some kind. It's not, it doesn't have the exact same pattern on it. But there's no, like, hinges on it where it would open or anything no, like that? that you can tell. No. Um, okay. Should be helpful if we can figure out how to activate or deactivate these runes. Yeah. But neither of you know how to do that. I certainly don't know how to do that. And I don't think that I should, any of us, should touch this. I agree. You just got cured of your curse. I don't know if we should be fooling around with any more of this. Curse? Would you like to get more burns, magical ones, back? I go to just start putting some dirt on top of it, back on top. You should probably tell Lauren to avoid it. Yes. And she comes down at this point with a large bag that she's stuffed full with like as much as she can carry and she's sort of down the stairs. I've got everything for me. Now I wait for my uncle and I wait for Willard and hope they don't come back before then. Laura. We think and we hope that you listen to us for the favor that we've done you. Once your uncle comes, leave immediately. There's no Willard. Yes. There's no way he's already been gone for this long. We will do our part to look for him. We will, and we'll send him after you. He always comes back. Lauren, it's already been this long, and you do not have much time. Make a persuasion check. Sixteen. I'm going to give Willard until sunrise tomorrow. If he hasn't shown up by then, and my uncle comes, then I'll go. If my uncle comes before sunup, I wait. Where can we tell him you've gone? I'm headed to Mokmu. That's where my uncle lives. Is the gentle void very present in Mokmu? Please keep your head down. I will. I thank you. You're welcome to anything in the house. After I leave, come back in whenever, although I'd be careful. Don't want to come back when they're here. But they don't have much in the way of valuables, but you're welcome to. Thank you. And as I'm sure you know, don't touch anything in the back. I'm not going back there. Lauren, is this the longest words I've ever got? Since he went up north to Nabikapura a while ago, yeah. What was he? Yeah. He went up there as part of a construction project. Oh. Um, They were building the city there, expanding it. He went there to make some money for us. We corresponded back and forth in letters. That was over a year ago that he was gone. Is Nidvikapura very big? Not right now, although they're making it bigger. People keep going up there. Projects, construction, making a port up there, I believe. 
That, was that around the time that he became indebted to the Gentle Void? Was it around that trip? It was before then. He went up there to make money, hope to pay them back. Did he have many friends in the Vicapora? I honestly never asked. Okay. What was the last time he spoke to him? What kind of a conversation was it? He seemed his usual self. A little neurotic, but otherwise fairly calm. Did he say goodbye? No. He said he'd be back with the book. Okay. Was he injured? Did he? Was he on uh, crutches at the time? He was not, no. When you saw him, he was injured? He was using a crutch. He seemed fine, but he was using a crutch as though there was some kind of... Perhaps it'll take him longer to get home then. I should wait longer. No, no, no. you should not no. wait longer. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. <laughs> Couldn't even hold it. He also, he was talking no. to either, I don't know if it was your brother or his brother. My brother. Works for the Fleet of the Broken Crown. Yes, he was, he was chatting with him. He your doesn't brother. like Willard very much, I'm afraid. Yes. Where's your brother now? Presumably still at the blockade. Would even. he be able to protect you? On the gentle void. Can he wait with you until sunrise for your uncle? If you went and got him, I suppose, but I can't go get him myself. I think just stick to the plan for that. Yes. We, if we see him or hear from him, we will send him your way. The fight between your brother and Willard. What's his problem with him? He just never thought Willard was very good for me. Why? Willard is difficult to explain what works about me, Willard. But I do love him. And I hesitate to leave without him. But if he can meet me in Mukmu, perhaps it's best for us all. Has he ever treated you poorly? Willard? Or my brother? Both, actually. No. Other Your brother distrusts Willard. Is Willard... I think my brother suspects that Willard has something to do with the general void. Oh, your brother suspects correctly. Yes. But Willard, all he ever wanted was to provide for us. He had good intentions. You have no children? I plan to send your brother your way. I'd be grateful. You will leave at sunrise. If my uncle here... I will go with him. That's unreasonable. We'll come back and check. You guys leave? You leave it? I'm just packing up a few of the things in the sort of kitchen area. Lock your door behind you, please. Can we kind of look around in the house just to see if there's anything we should come back for? See, like, if there's anything useful around yeah, make here? Make an investigation check with advantage and you guys can poke around a little bit. That's better. 20. <laughs> I, got I mean, there isn't any magical items or anything, but, you know, this is a house in the rose. The furniture and the plateware and the silverware, it's all yeah. nice. So <laughs> that plateware. If you <laughs> wanted to, yeah, I mean, if you wanted yeah. to take some of the valuable, and you can't see upstairs, she did, you know, she... Yeah, well, I, I, I'm assuming that it would, gonna come back. Yeah, it would yeah, be we'll worth it to come back, maybe, if they're not there. Yeah, I mean, there's stuff here you, you can definitely sell. If it's, yeah, it's a nice home. Money, yeah. <laughs> come back at sun, after sunrise, I suppose. Okay. I'm sure that they're wrong. Well, that'll be when the gentle boy comes, so we're going to have to scout it out a little bit. Well, it's 24 hours from now, so... 
They yeah. said they'd come back in 24 hours. Oh, so I guess the crossbow. Between sunrise and yeah. three yeah. Okay. Let's go. You leave her. Head out the door. You guys are back in the rooms. We'll head back to Azara and Erland, who've made their way to the library, yes. Are there... Is it the same... We're at the library? Yes. You're at the, is it the same two guards that I... No, it seems they're in shifts, so they're moved. No, nah, Steve was a... Steve, <laughs> Steve was not a guard at the... Uh, okay. Oh, is Steve still there? Um, <laughs> make a perception check. <laughs> <laughs> He wasn't uh, at the. Uh, he was outside the library. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was outside the hall. I think outside yeah. the triple hall. Yeah. What was it? Sorry. Seven. Seven. I mean, there's a lot of guards here, and there's sort of a sea of bodies moving around. If you really took the time to look, you might be able to find it, but you don't see it. Mm-hmm. You don't see him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just trying to be a friend. Uh, <laughs> and then why did you want to come to the library? I, I, after discussing and thinking about the book, I wanted to look at it one more time. Okay. And cross-reference it with other books. I, I might just be, I might be chasing nothing, but I'm curious, nonetheless. Uh, so I go into the library. And Hakari's <laughs> uh, there. She is, yeah. Hakari, right? Yeah, Hakari. Yeah. 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 She's still crying. temporary administrator. She's <laughs> not crying at the moment, but, Seems but okay. busy at work. I mean, there's a lot Great, of paperwork to do. Thank you, guys. We met before. Administrator Bakari? Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Um, I would like to uh, go into the rare book section. You should have the pass. Yes. And she holds on to it as she did before. How are you holding up? Well, there's, there's a lot of paperwork. The transfer of responsibilities to me temporarily until a new administrator is selected. I'm not... Uh, I don't know the customs of the of Antisuyu, but is there a place where I can pay my respects to the administrator? Um, they're still investigating the body and the circumstances, but presumably there will be some sort of ceremony or burial. Where are they investigating the body? Um, over at Chupa Hall, they have most of the evidence, as far as I know. So sorry to hear about me. Oh, uh, thank you. Did you know him? I did. I knew of him. Through Erland and our, and our fellow mates. He, he was a good man. Very good. He will be missed around here. You ran this place very effectively. Will you be in charge now? Just for a short time until a new administrator is chosen. Do you have any books here on, um, the gentle void? Excuse me? (laughs) This is a library of the city. Official. We don't keep books of that kind. Just wondering. Just research. She seems a little put off by that. (laughs) Didn't want to frighten you. Yes. She goes back to writing. Um, uh, I just wanted to see if she knew about the chess pieces. Very quietly. (laughs) (laughs) No, what I'm about to say is, I don't think that's something you ought to advertise. I wasn't going to ask her. There's a good books about them. This should history. No one, the less people that know about that, the safer you and subsequently I am. <laughs> she won't be looking at the books that I read. Uh, 
And I go to the guard that I have to get Sure, you know, you know, he says, is that the same guy? It, guy it seems the same guy for now, yeah. I mean, he sees you. Great. Um, give him my stuff. Yeah, just, are you going up with her arms? Sure. Yeah. He left his, you, you have to give him your your weapons. And... Roland. There's a dress in that bag. Don't mess with it. Many yeah, um, he takes the stuff and just resumes his post. Yeah. He doesn't make a show there. Great. Uh, you guys make your way up. Is there... How many people are, are there? a bunch of people up there? There only seems to be one other person that you can see at the moment. What's he doing? What's He's he? looking through a book sort of near near the staircase where you came up. I don't recognize him. No. It didn't seem to be the same for any of the same people that were there before. Great. Uh, can I go to Grimari's Grimoire Volume 1? Sure. Is it still there? Yep. Yeah, still there. Great. Can I have a page just so I can see it? I still have the copy. I have the... Uh, yeah. That one guy is um, making a lot of yeah, noise. He's, yeah, he's <laughs> really, really, really voracious. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, I want to look, take a quick little look for. Um, do they have latent tensions in the L section? They, you, you take some time to look through it, and you don't see it there. Latent tensions also. This is again a, like a rare books collection. It may not necessarily be a, a rare. Sure, I, I just know that like it was an older. Sure. Yeah, you don't find it. I don't there. find it there. Do nope. they have um, uh, any anything else by Grimari? Anything else by Grimari? Uh, perhaps a study of synthetic extracts. Not here. Not, not up here at the rare volume section. You don't okay. see anything else by Grimari. Um, uh, I want to. Uh, uh, all right. So far, nothing. Um, I guess I put the book back. Can I help you in any way? I'm looking, looking for two books. I just wanted to cross-reference it. Um, I just wanted to cross-reference. Cross-reference what? Grimari's Grimoire. This is, this is Grimari's I haven't seen this book. This is Grimari's Grimoire. Would you like to read it, or are you content with our summary from before? Give me a quick update. It's, it's oh, surprisingly the exact same as it was last time I thought <laughs> um, I have other things on my mind early. Changes not all fibers. about your books. Uh, again, good for stomach indigestion, changes the color of food. Uh, this is my extra timeline. Um, decomposes explosives, and then all the mysterious stuff we discussed. Surely you remember. Right. It has a bunch of potential uses for yeah. Mycanid. Um, do you know a J.R. Hammerlock? Sadly, I don't. Do you know a C. Ionelli? Yeah. How about an M. Naharo. Don't believe so. Lovely. Put the book back. <laughs> and I'm going to head back downstairs. Sure. Uh, all our stuff is yep. still there. He gives you stuff back. We're going to sell back together. Thank you, sir. Grab, can I, uh, do you have a copy of, um, Sorry. Uh, do you have a copy of, um, Latent Tensions anywhere in the library? I don't believe so. It's not a volume that's requested very often. Yeah. I've heard of it, but, um, we don't have one here. I remember when we, uh, do you have a copy of Grimari's synth- uh, Study of Synthetic Extracts? We have a couple of other Grimari's books, but not that one, I don't believe. And the other Grimari books are? Uh, yes, they're here on the bunk floor. I remember when we first spoke, you mentioned that Grimari had fallen into some controversy, you said? Yes. The reason I know made intentions is it was said that he had copied some of the material. Really a shame, because Grimari was one of the best writers of scientific facts of our time, but sadly, a fall from grace at the halls of transmutation is, is hard to recover from. Uh, is, um, 
were there any other books that Grimari was copying from? Um, there might have been, but I didn't follow the saga. Um, it was a saga. Well, it was found that he had copied numerous works. I don't know all of them specifically. Yeah. Um, so the other Grimari books are in the regular yes, section. Regular section. The regular section. Great. Go into the Grimari section. Way. Yeah, you follow G and you follow it down. And there are a couple books by Grimari. What do we got? Aberrations and Observations. Aberrations and Observations. <laughs> the Great Mineral Primer. Mineral Primer. And Failure to Adapt. Failure goes in the three. To Adapt. Not all of us can find rooms, guys. Some of us have got to go to libraries. <laughs> Um, I would like to look in each of those books. First of all, if any of them have this, anything resembling the same border that Grimari Grimoire is It's pretty on. easy to you flip the... And none of them none have them do. Order, yeah. um, do any, th- any of them have any mention of my hands? You're going to sit here and, and read through them? Uh, table of contents. Like, are there a table oh, of contents? Uh, uh, no. not You don't see my hands listed in any of the table. In any of the table of contents. Okay. Unfortunately, nothing. Um... Would there be any other books by any other authors that would have something about Mykonids? I suppose we could ask Fakai, but that's a dangerous question to ask. I asked her about the gentle wolf. Yes, and <laughs> I think that was also a dangerous question to ask. We survived. For now. Um, I unfortunately think that this is a dead end. It's your storyline, Erland. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah. It's a way of f- framing things. Um, on the way out, uh, I guess with Picari, do you know if, um, you've piqued my curiosity with this whole Grimari thing? Do you know where one would find a copy of Late Intentions? Um, at the Iramapura Center for Biological Advancement, they have far more scientific tomes than we do. Where is, is that in Iramapura? Irama. It's just south of Pachacama, the capital city. Uh, How far is that from here? Uh, it's a few days, days yes, uh, perhaps a week. Uh, at a decent clip. <clears throat> but the, their library of scientific tomes is rather extensive. Ah, thank you. Um, as we're heading out, I'd like to. Good day. Um, <laughs> we have time, yeah, it's, it's still fairly. Yeah, it's yeah, Four o'clock. Great. Yeah, that's um, I'd like to check in on Fusan's body. Do you know where to find it? Yeah, she, uh, she said it was in the hall. Oh, it was just there. I'll go, I guess. I just... He's a powerful wizard, and... I'm suspicious. To see if it's really him? Yes. Sounds interesting. I, we shouldn't, um... Make ourselves known very loudly, but we should. I just I'm curious. As in, no mention of the gentle void. I'm going to. And she didn't. Uh, she didn't meet. Uh, uh, Polnick. She has not met Polnick yet, though, because she wasn't there at the exit of the grotto, and she wasn't there when you and Sophia talked. Yeah, she has not met. Is there anything else I should? 
<laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you guys are trying to third top some loose ends before the. Not a We may um, meet a man named Polnick, who's in charge. Who's in charge around here at this moment? And I've met him. Sophia's met him. Graven's met. Actually, we've all met him except for you. Be careful what you tell him. Alright? Is he a rich man? No, he's um, the first spear of the, uh, of the guard. At Chupa. At, um, of, of, of Chupa. City. Yeah. Uh. Um, it's a post of importance, yeah. but you don't know if you wouldn't be able to know if he was He's, at the moment, he's not the biggest fan of Graven and Orba. So, let's just be careful around him, is all I'm saying. I will mention him. No, don't mention anything to him. Not good. All right. Uh, let's go to Chupacabra. Oh, you guys are sort of making there, your way are there. there guards in front of Chupacabra. There are. Yeah, I yeah. mean, there's quite a bit of activity around there it's still. Close. Yeah, it's right next to the library. Oh. Yeah. Um, can I see one of the guards like nearby, or, like at the gate, or anything like that? Or... Sure. What do you? What do you mean? I, I just want to like. I just want to talk to one of them before I just. Sure. Well, as you guys sort of make your way towards the hall, that's where we're going to take a break oh. very quickly oh. before we jump into the hall. Oh. And then we'll continue then from there. Wine tasting. Right. <laughs> I know. Wine that's tasting about. Nope. Um, I really want to. Great. We're gonna take a little break. Thank you guys for joining us. Stay tuned, and we'll be back in fifteen. Let's go. Tabletop Notch is made possible through the support of fellow adventurers like you. Consider subscribing to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. The amazing thing is you can do this for free if you have an Amazon Prime account. You may also follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Tabletop Notch for updates, announcements, and really funny stuff. If you miss an episode, venture to our YouTube channel for recaps of previous chapters. But that's enough of that. Back to our story. Back from the break. Here we are. Welcome back. Hello. We're at the entrance of Chupa Hall. Uh, Orba, Safira, and Graven are making their way back from Willard's house. Uh, before we head back to the Chupa Hall, where are you, where are you guys headed just so we know? <laughs> Maybe you don't know. <laughs> well, we were supposed to meet Robert at sundown. Yeah, and it's getting into the later I'm afternoon to find now. Steve. Oh, so Chupa Hall then? Yeah. Oh, outside Chupa Hall. You don't have to go with her, but yeah. Um, we have two hours. You really, yeah, two, I two and a half hours. I don't think I told you I have a date. You briefly mentioned it, but what is the deal? Um, I had an idea that... First, we have Pormick. You met him. Yes. What was your impression of him? Military. Oh, that's no not nonsense. very much information. I'm not sure that I trust him. I want more information about him. I, I guess, seduced one of his men. I just wanted to see if he had any information. <laughs> I guess you seduced one of his men. I, I, I asked him to get a pint with me. Wait, so you used your femininity to extract information yes, from the male I used sex? my beautiful feminine wiles. Do people do this? People absolutely do this. You didn't. In some places, yes. Oh, I haven't tried to do such things. Well, now you know. 
Okay. Well, Orbit takes a little mental note of that. <laughs> um, he was over, I was supposed to meet him later tonight, but now I can't because we're going to be sneaking into this wine tasting, so I want to go and see if I can get any information from him. He was stationed around Chupa Hall. I'm yes. worried about his feelings, be my guess. I'm not worried about his feelings, I'm just interested to see if he might be able to give me any information. Well, there's time before we have to go meet um, what's his toes, so you could go and get a drink with him before that. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, if I can find him. Okay, go. She's making her way. Where are you guys headed? Um, She's headed towards you all. Is it close enough to the dock? I'm not a yeah. Goliath anymore, right? No, more than an hour and a half at this point. Might have been walking through the streets when it kind of flickered and faded and a couple people sort of, but it's nobody okay. didn't draw any attention. <laughs> yeah, are we close enough to the the Broken, Count, Broken Crown command post? The, the command there? post is just a little south of Juba Hall. Yeah, it's um, okay. maybe a 15 minute walk. Yeah. So. Uh, I've, I'm just sort of making a stop there or anybody what can come with me. Okay. Uh, okay. Something Troubling you? No, I just didn't know if I wanted to go see who she was dating. Oh, no. Be my guest. You could maybe learn about those. <laughs> Is that what we call them? Sure. No, I'm okay. I'll see it another time, I'm sure. Okay. I'll go with you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we go back to Chupa Hall. So, what, what did you want to do you as you were sort of Well, this, on, on second thought, um, so as to make this quick and not arouse any suspicion, perhaps I should just go in alone. He hasn't met you. I don't want to have to spend a lot of time explaining who you are. I don't want you to have to make another account. You understand? <clears throat> Maybe hang around out here. I'll see if I can find someone to talk to about my own doings. Oh, I'm sure you can. Lovely. Good luck. See you soon. We'll go with our own for now. Make your way towards Jamal. Um... Are there guys like at the door? Or? Yeah, I mean, there's a few people stationed there. They're not impeding you. Great, um, gentlemen. I, friends. Yep. I, I, I was hoping to um, introduce you all. Am I allowed in? You're allowed in. There's quite a bit of business going on. So, uh, depending on who you want to talk to, they may not be available. But we're not stopping anyone right now. Do you know? Um, this is sort of sensitive. Uh-huh. This know? is for me. Emotionally sensitive. Oh. And this is for me? <laughs> in this instance, yes, it is, friend. Alright, what can I help you with? Do you know where there's keeping administrative facade's body? I um, wish to pay my respects. Yeah. They got him in the back room there, Jubal Hall. There's a room that's usually set aside as a sort of uh, dining area, but uh, they've said they've, they've thrown things over the chairs and tables, they've made it into, they've collected the bodies from the crowd. How morbid. We have to examine them before we send them to the graveyard. Alright, um, am I allowed in that room? Yeah. I doubt it, unless you got a reason to be in there. Thank you. Uh, I'm gonna go in. Sure. Is it fairly apparent as to where that room would be? Yeah, I mean, in there's sort of a large sort of entrance hall, and yeah, off to the side, you can see people coming and going, coming in and out of there. I mean, there's a, you assume it's back there somewhere, sort of based on his description. Do I see Polnick? Yep, Polnick's there. He's talking to a few other men. Um, is there a way for me to, um, not like, not to as, as to draw suspicion to myself, but to, to just 
go to the door as if I belong? Uh, you are not wearing the uniform of the, the blue and white, like, militia uniform. Totally. So... Would anyone stop me? You're the only, you're one of the only people in there not wearing it, so maybe, I think. You stand out. Yeah, but like, have people looked at me as I've walked in? What's the, what's A couple the people here? have taken note of you as you come in, nobody's stopped you. I mean, the, the, the hall is still operating even as this investigation is oh, going I see. on, so there are a couple other people there that aren't in uniform, but all the people sort of around Polnick and in that back area are all in uniform. Okay, great. So I'm going to go into that area where I assume the dining room Sure. I mean, there's a couple of men there now right. in uniform, and uh, excuse me, sir, what's your business here? Um, oh, I, 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 I've been on business with Polnick. I've been speaking with Polnick. Perhaps you saw me earlier. I just no, I'll you. get him. All right, uh, Polnick. And he sort of waves him. Polnick's talking, and he sees you, and he comes over. You're here early. I'm sorry to bother you again. I'll, I'll be back at a time. I just, I did wish to. Pay my respects to Fassad, given his untimely demise. That is very kind of you, but we will have a service available to the hall. Other, he his body is here, though. It is, uh, and, but I can't. Not until we finish our investigation. I understand. Um, thank you. I'll see you uh, tomorrow, sometime. Then. I hope so. Right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Bizarre. What were you up to outside here? Is this going on? Outside of Chibahal. Yep, you're outside of Chibahal. There's a a lot of guard activity because they've been sort of bringing any of the bodies or any witnesses from the grotto where you guys had that fight. They've been bringing people in and out of the hall. There's a number of militia and guard there. You don't see a lot of, not a lot of civilian presence here at the moment. Okay. Um, I scope out the scene Mm -hmm. and find like a guard that's just all by himself, I guess. Sure. Yeah. They sort of have a private discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there seems like there's a few people that are on break or at least changing shifts as the guards yeah. are coming through. Yeah. I'll go up and ask. You see a guy who's kind. Of, he seems to be eating, sort of on break, or he's got his shield next to him, his helmet's off, and on sort of a sort of this thing next to him. Looks good. <laughs> good enough, I suppose. What is it? It's just a bit of forage. Yeah. Soldiers' be rations. Mm. Could be worse. They treat you well. Well enough. I'm not really here to fight. Just to make a living. You have family? I do. Kids? I have one kid, yeah. A son. You like living here? Well enough. I'm from uh, Mukmu originally. Ah. I like Urnchupa better. More people. More work here available. Of course. Do you know much about the uh, wine tasting tonight? I've heard of it, but I'm not going, if that's what you're asking. You ever been? No. It's invitation only. I'm not sure I'd go even if I was invited. Why's that? Well, I don't know if I really belong to those kind of people. What kind of people are you talking about? Rich, powerful, politicians. Mm. No interest in that kind of thing. Who would you say is the most powerful person here? In Orochupa? Um, well, Polnick is the head of the militia at the moment, and uh, First Select Duvin runs most of the political aspects. Duvin? Mm-hmm. Where is he usually at? He's probably in Chupa Hall. So, what does he do exactly? Well, he's in charge of most of selecting most of the political offices in the city. 
he gathers with a council of six or seven people in high posts, and whenever a post is vacated, they vote on who the next post will be. And he'll be at this day's time. Duvin? I don't know that for sure, honestly. <clears throat> Could be. Seems well off, but uh, there's also a lot to do here, you know, with the attack. Right. Who we'll again? I'm not sure if that's his really his scene. He's got a lot to do, too. I'd be surprised, but it's possible. What sort of things do they have to do? Well, with the investigation, they're looking into the cause. Supposedly they found some kind of structure underneath the ground. They're looking into that as well. Interesting. Well... Have a good day. You too. What was your name? Oh, Donald. Who do you think made the attack, Donald? Uh, I think that's above my pay grade. To speculate on that kind of thing. Hmm. I understand. Don't like to point fingers. Worthy. Thank you. Good day. Who goes back to you? No, Earl has sort of come out. Another dead end. Same. What were you looking for? Just want to see if anybody had any information about who or what I should look out for tonight. Sure. Well, I suppose we should go back to the clam. I do need to change and I suppose get rid of um, get rid of my weapons and <laughs> I get rid of my weapons and so I'm going to head back to the clam. I think I should head back to my room, get changed myself, and I'll meet you back there. At the oh, are we just going to? Meet at the. How are you getting to the wine tasting? I'm I'm going to the the stables to get my invitation. Are right. you going with us to the stables, or are you walking in the front door? There's no reason to think you couldn't. The stables just have rides of two the tasting. Yeah, so you, oh. you could go with me. Yeah, if unless you, you arrange a different way there. I haven't been given hmm. a different sort of ride, so. So sundown at the stables then. Sounds delightful. Uh, I head back to the... As you guys are heading back, that's when Sephira has sort of... I'm going back to my... Yeah, you're headed back to Fable's Repose, you're headed back to the clan. Do we see Sephira? Uh, yeah, you guys cross as you guys pass. (laughs) There's sort of a bridge that leads from this area towards the main city, so you guys kind of pass by each other. Um... Where are you going? I'm going to find Steve, did you see him? I actually looked for Steve and I didn't see him. Right. I didn't look very hard. <laughs> Where are we? Not in the So yeah, you are there. Uh, I mean, you are We sorted off. out the Mandalorian. Um, I have lots of questions, but perhaps we should talk about it in our rooms at the dancing clan. Yeah, we will be disappointed to hear you saw um, favor. Uh-huh. It was necessary to avoid a fight, and I'm just going to walk off and kind of try to look for. Sure, yeah, make an investigation check. And they walk back towards. I have fourteen. Fourteen. Um, it takes you a minute as you kind of look around, but you do eventually find him. Hey, yes. <laughs> He's sitting with a group of men, presumably waiting for his shift to either end or start. You're not sure. Sitting there, got his. He's got sort of a weapon in his hand. He's holding. Okay. Um, okay. I'm just gonna walk over to him and go. He sees you as you're coming, and his eyes kind of light up. It's gonna break my heart. <laughs> Watching you do something terrible. Then. Hi, Steve. Oh, hi. <laughs> when do you think you're getting off? Uh, probably in two hours or so. 
Two hours or so. Five sisters, like you said. Five sisters. Do you think we can meet up a bit earlier, actually? Oh, I, I won't be off my shift then. Um, two hours or so from that. What time? Three now. That's about when you're supposed to be heading to me. Um, you both are, you both are. <laughs> I don't know how much information Steve has. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to decide if Steve has like useful information. Um, I told all my friends about you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Come on <laughs> Steve. Don't do this to me. Can I? Am I still here? Can, can I? Can I it tomorrow? Is that like I'm we're, we're trying. supposed to be in the city tomorrow? Oh god. We're not gonna die tonight. You know what, Steve? Um, yes. A friend of mine is gonna be sneaking in as a neighbor to the wine tasting. Steve's not gonna tell anyone. That sounds fancy. Am I meeting you there? I needed a bit of work, you know, just a bit of gold. Um, right. Do you think maybe we could do tomorrow night? Oh, so I'm not coming with you. The <laughs> tasting. I've really just put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> um, and he's still, some, we're not here. some of his friends <laughs> that are sort of gathered around him are sort of like, okay. we're, we're, you've got we're this. You've got this. Just tomorrow. Uh, what are you saying to the five sisters tomorrow night? Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, do we have like a handkerchief or something? <laughs> Can I give him like a token of my I favor? I have a handkerchief. You um, can give him something. Uh, I don't know what to give him. A flask of oil. What do you have? <laughs> I have a flask of oil, a mason jar, and like toenail clippings. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. 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 No, he has the clippings. Yeah. Um, no. Do- can I give him? Oh, I'm not wearing anything that I can mm, give him. Just not pull a cheeky one out and, <laughs> <laughs> and let him he'll keep never, it. He'll never <laughs> know. He'll yeah, just I'm like, um, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> just let him see it for a second. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm gonna walk up to him and just kiss him. Oh, oh. And then I'll where uh, wow. on the mouth, feminine, wild, okay. like a lady. <laughs> and as you do so, the men are at, make a performance check. Wow. Oh my god! Presumably, you're trying to you know so garner his favor by doing so. Oh, with advantage? No, no. two. With advantage. Performance. Hang on. No two. Oh. Two total. So you go in for a kiss, and Steve kind of senses it coming, and he goes in too quickly, and it's like oh. bonk the two of you kind of. Up. Okay. Okay. He's. And there. his friends all sort of. Is he laugh. there? Is he there? <laughs> yeah. He's I have his face, and then sure. I'll, I'll. Can I fix it? Yeah. Sure. I'm fi- I'm gonna fix the kiss. <laughs> sure. Do it. Yeah. Okay, so I have his face. I'm gonna fix it. You sure? You give him a kiss, and his friends kind of, kind of. And I'm just gonna tomorrow night. Five sisters. Five sisters. Yeah. And then I'm gonna leave. All right, you leave, oh and you hear God. behind you as you're leaving the kind of like a little friendly ribbon. Yeah, I'm sure I saw that. Oh, oh that was stressful. It's the hardest encounter to make. <laughs> <laughs> he wipes away a little blood from his nose where he bonked in your forehead. How hard did we bonk? Oh, yes. um, All right, so you're headed where? Yeah. So now I'm I'm gonna head to the the clan. Right, head back to the clan. Yeah. We'll go back to Orban and Graydon for a moment. Uh, 
So where were you guys? Yeah, I'm just following. To, on our way to the it's the definitely port. getting later in the afternoon now, so... Um, take a look around the, the port, and is there like a... Um, I don't know, what is the command post? Like? Yeah, I mean, you make your way through... It's a little bit of the rose, and then Kulumpu Terrace, which is sort of the entrance area, and you get to a part of the city that you haven't seen yet, uh, which is the Eastern Docks, often called Pommel's Wharf, sort of colloquially by people around. And at this time of the day, the docks are fairly bustling with activity. It seems that there's this sort of oversized barge that has come into the bay, and a number of smaller ships are rowing back and forth from shore to the barge, loading up goods, bringing it back to the land. There's cobblestone walkways that allow sort of carts and transports to move along. And they have one or two guards kind of stationed at the storehouses where they offload the goods, they bring it to the storehouses, and there's, you know, a couple militia guards there. Um, and there is one sort of larger station that has the colors of the Broken Crown sort of on the far end of the docks. Um, <coughs> you head towards that. You head towards that. Oh, that's good news. Um, that was the kissing music. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very it intense kissing music. Quite the battle. And nestled at the northern end of the docks is this sort of three-story stone building that stands out sort of from its surroundings. Construction's newer, and pairs of these sort of bay windows on each floor give it this sort of regal importance to it, kind of. And the soldiers and the purple banners, they sort of indicate that this might be the Fleet of the Broken Crown command. Um, I go up to one of the guards. Sure. Uh, Greetings. Hello? Uh, I'm a, a traveler to this city, and I'm looking for a bit of uh, work or some way to earn gold. It's short on gold, my friend and I here. Any bit of business, you'll want to talk to Sergeant Woodwild inside. Woodwild. Woodwild. You enter in. And on the first floor, these sort of rows of desks are set up. Sort of ledgers piled, and men and women are writing, sort of recording things, dipping their quills in ink. And there's a half-orc woman walking up and down the aisles that seems to have a uniform that indicates some bit of status. And she sees you enter through the door. Hello, I'm Sergeant Woodwild. I head the FBC offices here at Inner and Chupa. We're very busy at the moment looking into the ordeal in Brickrock. Not to be rude, but if you could be quick, I would take it as a kindness. Uh, yes, you speak of the Iron Keg attack. Yes. Yes, we, uh, my companion and I, we were part of the teams that were able to dispatch one. If you have any information, you should talk to Polnick first, Officer Polnick. Okay, I, I only, I'm here because I'm looking for uh, possible hunting postings, any kind of work I can do. Yes, we do do that kind of thing. Um, it's a little hectic in here right now, as you can see. We are neutral arbitrators, so in order to get involved in an attack like this, we have to be sure that it's not related to squabbling local governments. You understand? But we do give out bounty work occasionally. And she goes over to a desk and she sort of pulls out a thing. Let's see. You're looking for, um... Any notable beasts? I f- fancy myself quite the hunter and... Yes, we have that kind of thing. She shuffles around. A predatory beast has been attacking caravans along the western coast up near the Shaki Mountains. Shaki. Shaki. C-H-K-A-K-I. Shaki. And the Courier's Coalition is offering a reward for the removal of this beast. The beast has been described as, and she sort of reads off the thing, an oversized panther 
with tentacles sprouting from its back. How, uh, what, what is the bounty of a beast? Uh, 400. Uh, any others? Uh, yes. And she see a group of servants escaped from the halls of transmutation, and the school is paying to have them returned alive. And it may be difficult to identify the servants, but you might hear them discuss their former employee. Records show we're missing two humans, two tieflings, and a tabaxi. A tabaxi. It's a race. It's sort of a cat-like race. They're sort ah. of a humanoid, um, like a leopard kind of. They have fur and skin. Now, I could, uh, could I take these bounties on uh, without any paperwork? Do I just need to bring back... Uh, yes, report to the Couriers Coalition if you've slain the beast. Mm -hmm. They will want some kind of evidence produced. Okay. And then for any of the escaped servants, you can bring them to the docks, where uh, every month or so we get a ship in from the Halls of Transmutation and the Isle of Shashi, and they will be happy to return them at that time. Only alive. It specifies. Alive. There's no reward for a dead one. See. And the reward for an alive one? Each one, 400 apiece. Uh, any others? That's all we have on file at the moment. Okay, well, thank you for your time. Yes. Uh, thank you. See you today. Some good work. Mm -hmm. Back to Clem? So you guys all sort of made your way back to the Dancing Clan, with the exception of Bazaar, to head back to Pivotal's Repose. Um, we can head there first. Are you getting ready? What's your story? What are you... Well, I walk back into the place, and I take a look around, like, is there like a lobby area? Yeah, that's where you talk to the woman. Yeah. Like, yeah there's is there anybody else down there? Yeah, I mean, there's a number of other people that seem like they're, they have rooms here that are all well-dressed. Can I seek out someone down there? Someone uh, Someone who's down there just talking Sure, to them. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple people sitting. There's a half elf man, there's a, two women talking to each other, sort of. I'll go over to the two women. Okay, sure. Hello. Hello. Is there something we can help you? Are you, by happen chance, going to the tasting tonight? Uh, I am not, unfortunately. Who is going to the tasting tonight? <laughs> I keep asking, I can't find anybody. Uh, are you going? I am indeed. Well, there is supposed to be quite a few people going. I would say that most of the people going don't stay in Urinchupa. They're either invited to stay on the property, or they come from elsewhere. Ah, I see. I see. And say if you were going, who would you be on the for? Oh, I would imagine I would. There's a number of people I would like to speak to. Oh. Um, I heard a couple of notable authors are going. Mm. The Pecadranos will be there. We've heard very interesting things about them. And they are? Uh, the Pecadrano, uh, Dr. Fan Pecadrano, <gasps> supposedly has medical research that has vastly improved the lives of those that he works for. Ah, interesting. And, um, what authors would you say with us that you just told me? <laughs> Samuel Precus will be there, oh. very well noted author. And I believe his wife. Who is his wife? Genevieve. Mm. A fiction writer. Quaint. Interesting. <laughs> Quaint? Yes. What does that mean exactly? Not works of particular substance. Mm. Children's literature. 
Ah, I see. Could be valuable in their own sense, I guess. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, so, um, how does one get invited if you, lovely ladies like you are not? Oh, well, you'll have to find someone who wants to bring you along and can procure an additional invitation. Or you have to be, I suppose, put on the list directly by Mr. Molliver. Uh, he has a separate estate from the tasting estate. But he'll be there. Presumably. He always makes an appearance. Hmm. Alright. Thank you very much. Thank you. And then I see um, the guy. Yeah, that's a half elf man. Yeah. Sort of sipping some tea. I'll go over to him too. Sure. Good day. Hey, yes, good day. Yeah. What is your name? Oh, my name is. Fasan. Fasan. That's lovely. Yes. Do you stay here often? I do, yes. Anytime I'm in Arunchupa, I stay at the Rose. Oh, where are you from originally? Oh, well, I'm up from Navigapur. Ah. I have a number of land holdings up there. Very nice. What are you here for? Well, I'm here for the party. (laughs) So you are going? Yes. I have been asking around to find a friend that I could scope out when I arrive, but oh. nobody seems to be going. You are elite then, I guess. Well, thank you for saying so. What is your profession? Well, I, like I said, I deal in real estate and land holdings. I buy and sell contracts from local laborers. Oh, wow. Mm. Do you, I saw a very interesting place right across the way. Uh, it didn't seem like anyone was there. Who, do you know who owns that place? It's a spot of land, or...? Uh, the house. Oh, oh uh, no, I uh, buy and sell land. Oh, no. The rights to um, construct on certain land. Oh. Yes, I don't deal with the uh, buildings themselves. I see. Is anyone you're looking forward to seeing tonight? I suppose uh, my old friend, um, Ramsey Brandt. Oh, Ramsey Brandt. Yes. What does he do? No, we go back a long way. He's also involved in real estate. Mm. But he's from Urutuba, so he knows this area better than I do. And he is here now? Uh, he's not staying at the Rose, as far as I know, but he'll be there. And where is he then? Uh, he's from, Just... I presume he has a house either here or somewhere in the outskirts of Urutuba. Oh, I'll be able to look out for him. Oh, yes, please say hi. I will, and maybe we'll all have a, a taste together tonight. Oh, that does sound lovely. <laughs> so, now that I have a couple of names, mm-hmm. I head up to my room to start getting ready. Okay, start to get ready. Put on your sort of nice outfit that you put together, and we head back to the clan, where you guys are all generally arriving around <coughs> the same time. Who has, the, who has the keys? Do we know who has the keys to... Two, two our rooms. Uh, or no. you, one of you two has one, and one of us has I had it because I went upstairs to the other one. of you guys has it, I don't know. <laughs> Are we all. You guys have all sort of arrived around the same time here. And it's getting to be sort of 5 5 30, so you know, it's getting close to meeting Robert time. Did Rob say we should uh, get rid of our armor and weapons here? 
People sneaking in. Like, I sh- I'm going to change and lock, lock my stuff in the room we're, here. We're taking a carriage, right? Well, well you I'm taking will be taking a carriage with Pizarro. That is the assumption if she shows up. Well, if you're taking a carriage, I imagine that, let's say you're a wealthy person attending this thing, you wouldn't have your armor with you. Right, I suppose so. I so should... I, would, I would arrive in your... Uh, did you buy an outfit? I did, but yes, by now, yes. Then arrive in your clothes you. nicely. Yeah, did you uh, spend all of it? Not all of it. You might need to wash up a bit. I don't know. Um, are there are there like baths in the room? There's a communal bath area at the dance. Floor. Great. Uh, I would wash up. Maybe <clears throat> if anyone has some kind of perfume. Or... I unfortunately do not have any perfume at this point. Uh, also entering in, uh, there's sort of a man with a bag sort of strapped around. It looks like he's wearing a sort of courier service outfit. And he comes up and he sort of spots Graven, who he sort of oh, recognizes God. a little bit. And One of Robert's guys? Yes. And he reaches in, he takes out, he takes out five very small sort of velvet pouches. For tonight, that's all you can bring. Leave everything else. Thank you. He hands it to me. Alright. Good day. Five velvet pouches? Yeah, he gives you five for each of us. It's very small. I mean, you couldn't fit more than... It's like this big. Is there anything in the pouch? No, they're empty. Can I fit my crystal in it? Yeah, you're so small. It's like hand-sized, yeah. Yeah, you can fit them. Okay. Wait, so... The the idea is we put all our junk in it, and we... The idea is you can't be... You can't carry (laughs) anything into the estate that isn't in that little sack. Or anything we get has to go into that little sack, right? Yeah, presumably, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> he gave you these little pouches, yeah. and no one is allowed into the estate with anything that's not in the pouch. You couldn't come with armor, you couldn't come with a weapon, right. you couldn't come with a large anything that doesn't okay. fit into this little sack. Okay. It's like trying to get into a baseball game. Right. <laughs> yeah. Can I have it? Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm going to kind of mm-hmm. pass them. I'm not there. She's not there, but... <clears throat> oh, right. To, yeah, so you'll keep um, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Right. Um, Graven, uh... So small. <laughs> I think um, the three of us should work on maybe making ourselves less presentable. Maybe you have some sort of a outfit, a catering, I don't know, something for us so that we blend in. The last thing I want to do is stand out there. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to stand out regardless, but yes, we'll yeah. be in the kitchens. Well, they're discussing and popping up to the room with sure. the key that I have uh, to get changed. And sort of to taking off, you're taking off the armor. And I'm taking off my armor and putting on the... the the fancy clothes. Um, I'm gonna like yeah. That's like and why I'm gonna go to the okay. communal shower as well. Like I'm, just gonna, right. I'm gonna start that process. Behind the ears. Disgusting. Get behind the ears, Erlen. Um, yes, I, I mean what you're getting at is that yes, we're gonna be wearing very simple garments. I mean, I'm not yeah. wearing much. Like fancy. <laughs> like I'm I'm pretty casual. Um, I mean, if you take off your armor, you guys are wearing you know simple tunic, pair of trousers, like. Basic, good enough. For, yeah. Can I? I, I want to walk upstairs and kind of take off. Actually, I'm gonna go to the bar. Okay. <laughs> Not um, for what you think. Um, hi. Remember yep. when you told me you lent me a razor? Um. Yeah. Clean yourself up a bit. Yeah, cheers. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm just gonna wave at you guys. I need to um. Fix this. I think. Uh, now look at me. <laughs> I've just got this I don't know, shag. how handy are you with a razor? 
Um, I've got a steady hand. Brilliant. Let's go. All right. You guys can head to sort of the bath area section. Yeah. yeah. Water. And can I just kind of sit down? Do you want place your head to the side yeah. and slowly yeah, make a dexterity check? <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Make a good dexterity check. You better be Don't careful. Worry. <laughs> just general dexterity check. Eighteen. Ah, you do a very nice job. Have just a nice ball Clean. <laughs> no scrapes. No nicks. You do a nice job. Sort of soothing and relaxing. Be a hot towel. <laughs> I kind of give a little scalp massage. Oh, <laughs> I think wow. Graham's moonlit as a masseuse. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna kind of like. I'll go take off my arm. Yeah, I want to go to my room. And take so off just write this down, sort of in a corner somewhere. So, Graven, your armor class without any of your armor is now 10. Bizarre, presumably you're taking off your armor as well. So yours becomes... Yours becomes 12. Nothing better happens. Am I taking anything off? I don't think yours changes. Sophia, yours becomes 13 instead of 14. And I don't think that... Uh, yours also remains the same because your unarmored defense yeah. is separate. Yeah. So your you two remain the same. Man, I'm going to sit and talk here. Yeah. <laughs> so just you say no wonder. Um, while everybody's doing fancy things, Orpha's just pacing in the near the bar. Sure. She thinks about ordering a drink, but doesn't. <laughs> um, I'm keeping with me. Can I fit a healing potion and a hip flask? Yeah. In that bag. Mm-hmm. Healing potion, hip flask, come with me. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's like this big, so yeah, you can put potion. Take Anybody nail, else I'll bringing the nail clippings? <laughs> You're taking a jar of nail clippings? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you never I know. Mean, yeah, I mean, true, decide what you you're bringing. <sighs> the handkerchief that Holland gave me. I'm okay. gonna put the signet ring sure. in my little bag. Yeah. So, are they coming up to the we're in the rooms right now. Yeah, I shaved her and then I'm coming up to take off my arm in the room. Yeah, definitely keep track of anything that you're bringing, because that would be important. Uh, so everything else you're leaving. Anything you don't put in that bag or, or wearing, you're leaving. Are we... Who's in which room and with who? You and Graven are in one room and Sophia and all the other Do I need to announce where I'm putting in my bag? No, you don't have to, but definitely make a note of it. I don't know. You don't know yet. You presume that you're not allowed to wear armor and stuff. You don't right. know about the small sack, but right. you might have to. You just think to yourself. Are you allowed what? to bring small weapons? Uh, weapons that you can try. You'd have to sneak it in. Presumably, they won't let you walk in with a weapon. But I don't really have to. Oh, um, I'm gonna bring yeah. the swatch. Sure. And I bring but, my amulet. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Where? Very becoming. It looks. Um, Stands out a little bit from your outfit. It's nicer than the rest of the things you're wearing. But you could tuck it if you yeah. Uh, yeah. Um Can I I'll walk down to I know to the bar and like drink. Finally, it took so long. Barb is very testy. bartender sees you. Looks good. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I can't stop touching my head now. <laughs> uh I said a grave. Oh how do I look? You'll raise it. Uh, um, my sort of Kira mainland blue. <laughs> how do I look? 
Fishing for compliments. We're in a different room. Look, friend. Mm-hmm. You saved my life last night when I was stabbed. I do owe you a favor. The house that we arrived, uh, we came, the uh, house we ascended into in, in the Rose District. And burnt half of And burnt. And the little one burnt half of We, I did find out who it was registered to. And I'm giving you this opportunity because I don't know what we're about to get into. Your old friend, Buraj, owns the house in the Rose District. You know this for sure. I know that this is what Polnick told us. Polnick? Well, I told you I spoke with Polnick. And this is what he, he, he told us. We, we checked, uh, he told us the records of Orange say that the house in the Rose District is registered to Buraj. Now that's two times your friend Buraj's name has come up on a very short time together. So, friend, before we get into whatever we're going to get into, I think it's time you came clean about this. I haven't seen Rush since I was boy. And you're very certain. I am very certain. I owe you this. I thought you should know that before we entered whatever it is we're entering. Yes? I don't even know if you will remember me. Can I check if he's lying? Sure. Give me an answer. I mean, well. I can't say that he would accept me with open arms because I don't know. I haven't seen him. I am curious as to what has become of him and why he is wrapped up in all these things. If any of us perish because of information you're hiding, no friend, you had the opportunity to stop us. And I exit the room. With a flourish of a blue robe. Uh, <laughs> you guys all making your way down? Yeah, I'm heading to sit in the bar, so I guess I go over. Sure. Right are you meeting them at the dancing time, or are you heading... I'm going to meet them at the steam oh, club, please. Um, Alright, guys. What are you up to? You're in the, in the bar. It's about time to head over... To the stables? Yeah, I'm just... I'm giving him, like, a once-over. <laughs> I give, like... I give a turn. It's pretty impressive. Can I, give, off, a, it's can very I give him nice. a sniff? Sure. How, the, how, how do you... I, I bathe. Get yeah. himself a decent wash, and the outfit's very nice. This is very up. <laughs> right, very I'm just trying to make sure that you've got your story straight. My name's Jamie. Yes. And I'm here for a wine tasting. <laughs> well, I don't think that's enough. I'm an intellectual from the Kira mainland. I am a connoisseur of fine wines. And a friend of Molika, how? I'm a, I'm, I'm a friend of, I, I'm a, I, I love fine wine, and, yes. I, and I purchased one for a great price on the Kira mainland. I don't know more of it. Purchased one what? A ticket? I, 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 a ticket. I don't think you purchased the tickets. I assume that people come You're from You're personally far put on a list by Moika himself, as far as I know. If well, that's someone a, asks... Then this is a question you should ask Robert at the stables. Yes. I have something um, I picked up off of um, the wizard who was killed. He was wearing a signet ring 
You don't know he was a wizard. I was say. <laughs> the man who was. Oh, I just yeah. assumed. Yeah. When the wizard was the one who escaped. Yeah, he was a. Oh, we found out he was a. Um, Asimov. That's a race. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. I was going to say the only wizard we know is Asimov. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, and you saw that guy cast some spells. Yeah. I went through the portal. The Asimov who was sort of dead, who was stabbed, he was wearing this ring. Yes. I'm not sure you should show it to anyone, but I'd like you to take it, just to have, in case that might be something useful. Do you know anything about it? None of us know anything about it. The only thing we know about it is that it's been engraved with the letter L, and that it was worn by an Asima who was murdered. Uh, this doesn't look anything like anything. You don't. No one. Everyone takes a little look at it and doesn't seem familiar. It's definitely an L. It's like definitely an L. Right one. I mean, it's an L shape. So I would. The reason I caution you against showing it is the man who was wearing this was killed. So if they are aware of the ring, then they know that either man is dead. They might know that. I I won't bring it up. In but if there's a up. surreptitious way to maybe ask about it, ask who? Um. Maybe mention that she knew someone who wore a ring like this. Maybe it's not a good idea. I don't know. I'll think about it. I just I want more information about this moment still. Yes, of if course. We can get if we it. see an Asimov, perhaps I'll bring it up. Yes. Well, be careful. It would be very unusual to see an Asimov in Antisuit. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's uncommon here. Mm. To the stables then. Are I'm we... gonna kind of like shove the rest of my. Sure. You down one. Cheers. <laughs> Alright. Off we go. Alright, you guys make your way uh, to the stables. Vizara's arriving at about the same time. You see Vizara's made up. It's not quite as fine as Erlen's adornments, but it, it, it'll do. And you guys see each other as you all come together. Long time no see. <laughs> How do I look? Please, please. Lovely. Glowing. Thank you. Tiefling. Corbin nods. Appreciate it. And you see over near sort of one of the carriages, you see Robert kind of tips his hat to you and motions for you to go Well, did you get the satchels I sent you? Yes. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Just have my swatch here and uh That's good. No weapons, no armor. No sir. No, we they will check. Anything you need to leave with me, do it now. Will no, they check these bags? They might detect it from magic, but they won't look through it. Oh. Is the healing potion detect from magic? No. What about my crystal? You're sneaking in, so... Could I don't you know if I'm my crystal, so I can cast spells. Oh. Basically the only weapon you have among you. Oh, it's a, it's well, it's classified as a weapon. I mean, it's how you cast spells. I didn't think that would be well. anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you have it on the you know. Then you'll just be mad. How big is it? It's small. It's like you know, it's like a rock like in your hand. I did like how how we um, how are we getting? Yeah, can I can I ask the, can I ask uh, how exactly are you planning on getting us in? See, and he points. He's got two. There's sort of two carriages. There's one that looks similar to the one that you saw as you were entering her in Chupa that you saw uh, Alicia and Fan get into. It has that sort of intricate hand painted design. The, the wheels are nice, and sort of these bejeweled back bands of horses. 
Are those with the invitations? And then he points to like a wagon that has like 15, 17 people piled into it. I mean, they're all kind of like sitting in this sort of back that's presumably there's these sort of large horses that are going to cart this wagon out of the city. For those going in his labors. And he looks over to a guy that's sort of strapping in a horse to the larger wagon. And he's he points and these are them. And the guy looks you over and he nods. So. What's the security like? What way? Who are they letting into this place? All manner of people? What exactly are you trying to sneak in? Uh, we're not trying to sneak in anything, but I might be a bit noticeable. Mm. Just wondering how much are they going to look at us? For a worker, stick to the kitchens. Don't think it'll be a problem. You might get a couple questions about me and the Goliath, but... And the tiefling? Yeah. She's young, but... There's other people working the kitchens and such that are just as young. And the invited guests, is it possible to purchase it? Like how, how would I have come across this? Um, usually it's awarded by someone who has already been before. I managed to procure one a number of years ago. I haven't used it in a while, so hopefully no one will ask any questions. So there's no... Um, I know you said... He takes it out and hands it to you, and it has the name Jamie Foltash on it. Jamie Foltash. Um... And there's no... I know you expressly mentioned to not mention you. Is there anyone... If, I, if asked how I came about this, is there someone I can say I purchased it off Make it up? Oh, ah, come on. Lovely. You've got a better suggestion than make it up. What are you looking for from me? How do you acquire a ticket to this tasting? You have to get it from someone who's been before, or you have to get it from Mr. Molofermisa. Well, I wouldn't say that you're a friend of Mr. Morfair. No, Warfare. it's safe to say that you had a friend and who... Kira Mainland who's been before. You can't know everyone who's been invited. Is in that the a reasonable story? I would stick to being vague and hope that they don't ask specifics. Lovely. Any word about Jillian? Not on my end. Uh, when you find, if you find Asimarval, that's what... Armin Villian? Oh, wait, what? Armand Villian. Armand. Armand. Any chance Jillian would be invited to the tasting? If she was here, it's possible. But she hasn't been seen, as far uh, as I know. I really mean she's not here, then. Again, it's possible. You know people in this area. You've got eyes, I imagine. I you haven't seen a man named Willard anywhere, have you? I know the man. But I haven't seen him in a couple of days, at least. Mm. What? Incident. Did happen. Uh, uh, they went away. We 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 solved the problem. Perhaps now is not the time. Yeah. Great. Yes. Well, all right. All right. Um. If there's anyone that you could think of that stands out to you that would be at the tasting tonight, who would be the number one person to meet and greet? Aside from my mom, what are you looking for? Just, um, someone that would maybe, uh, have something of importance that we could possibly find out more information about. You're looking for less reputable types. Yeah, who knows? I would say someone who maybe isn't as well-known, but important in his own circle. I'm not sure I know exactly what you're getting at, but... I would try either Ramsey Grant 
Or Iris Isaiah. Who was Iris? Iris runs a number of leasings, timber leases, or mining operations. Again, without knowing exactly what you're looking for, they tend to hire out more than others, if you understand my meaning. And who's this Ramsey Brandt? Ramsey Brandt is real estate involved in real estate. Purchasing land. Reason you weren't curious about him, Adam? I may have heard of him before. And Ramsey would also need people to help him? He's known to hire out from time to time. I think we understand each other. <laughs> I'll see. Thank you, Robert. That's all. Both of our carriages, so that's we're in the same carriage? Yes. Can I fit my crystal in my boot? In your boot? Yeah. Yeah, it would be uncomfortable, but yeah. I, that's fine, but it can fit in my boot? Yeah, I mean, again, it's like, it's like a small... Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to wait to do that. Sure. Robert, it'd be best, I'm assuming, for us to keep to the kitchens. Mm-hmm. Unless you have a reason to go out. Assuming you're serving food or something of the like. Well, we need special clothes of any kind. No, it'll be provided if they have you go out on the floor. Kitchens is mostly standard clothing, but if they have you serving wine, they might give you something to wear. How large is the estate? It's big. We're, and guests and uh, guests will be throughout the entire estate? From what I understand, most people are confined to the first floor. All right. Most people? Well, Mr. Mollifair can go wherever he likes. Can't wait to meet Mr. Mollifair. All right, I sort of offer... Zara, my hand to help her into the carriage. Sit yeah. down. Can I do an aside to him? Sure. Erland, you're into books. I heard there are a couple of authors coming there tonight. I heard the same. Oh, yeah. Which ones did you hear? Uh, Samuel Preeks and his wife, Genevieve Riley. Well, steals one. But I have another. Yes? Mr. Pecadranus. Pecadranus? Pecadrano. 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 He seems to... What does he write? Do medical research. Is that uh, fun? The man it we met be. earlier? Right. Um, Didn't have to be of interest to you. To everyone I sort of say, I suppose if you hear yelling, come help. We shall have a signal. Ah, if I yell, this is the best wine I've ever tasted, <laughs> come and help immediately. But what if it is the best one? Then I won't shout it. I'll say it at a sensible human voice. Seriously, both of you, if anyone screams this is the best wine I've ever tasted, I'm expecting that someone's about to be killed. I'm going to be running out. I'm going to try and. A a sound or a. Well, that wouldn't be raised that That wouldn't be suspicious if I just started making a sound in the middle of a conversation. Well, Well, if it's it's not suspicious, I mean, that something bad's happening. Benji. Benji. I love that. Yell for Benji. Your Benji! No, I see. We say, Benji, grab me another drink. T- too long. Benji it is. <laughs> Just Benji. If anyone shouts Benji, I'll be flying out of the kitchens, assuming that you're on fire. It's time so to you, go. Yeah. Yes. Better not shout well, it without meaning it. Um, or, uh, good luck. I hop in with Zara. You guys close the thing. And as he, he was, as are sort of just starting to move, he says, remember, you don't know me. And he turns. Never and you guys pile into the sort of larger wagon with a number of, of sort of 
squeeze your way in. There's a number of so people sitting there. I just can't remember. As I'm trying to position myself in the wagon, like, can I like bend down and put my crystal? Yeah, yeah you have time to stick it in your boot. Um, what was that face? Oh, okay. No, no. no. yeah, I'll lose a foot before I lose this crystal. <laughs> no I thought you had done that before you got in no, no, no. but yeah. Okay. Um, I'll kind of lean to, I know we're in tight quarters, but all three of us are next to each other. Yeah. I kind of lean down and, and um, perhaps um, I should go under some kind of cover, like, I don't want too many questions. I could go as a mute or a half-wit or something. But and as you guys are chatting, you hear the and then it starts to move and, yeah, it's shifting and bouncing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Erlen and I are the two, the ride's much smoother. Yes, it's a smoother ride, but still a little, you know, as the cobblestone. The kind is of this how the other half lives? Is 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 waiting on this carriage ride? Can I take like a short rest? Is that something that I can do? Not really, okay. No. Just curious. Yeah. Is, the, is um, there a cover over us? Or is it no, it's open. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's open. Um, yeah, perhaps I should go some sort of cover as a halfway or a mute that is only good for laboring that way. I don't get many questions. Uh, you look at me as Well, I have you to speak for me as a as your companion. Uh, okay. okay. I, I mean, he could just be... Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm a small person. I would probably team up with somebody big, too. I, I Brains and muscle, right? Exactly. You might be... That they would have run out of the floor. So. Oh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Confidence. Yeah. Confidence. Use your feminine but ways. I will, I'm bold. I will, I will go as a mutant. Okay, I speak for you. Okay, thank you. Okay. We move back to the, to the nicer carriage for a moment, and the sort of tiefling man who's driving the carriage kind of sort of has his arm up and he leans back to sort of talk to you guys. Headed to the bowl. Headed to the tasting. No, no I'm calling it. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a tasting. Oh, yes. Evelyn, just think of it as a bowl at this point. I don't like dancing. I hope it's not a bowl. Yes, sir. We're going. Is this your first time? Oh, yes. Mm. Yes, it is. Going as a couple? Uh, just acquaintances. Um, have you ever been as a guest? No, no. I just drive the carriage in the back of the What's your name, friend? Lance. Lancey. 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 Do you drive anybody important to the tasting yet? Uh, yes. No, well, I drive back and forth from the city. I imagine the most important people actually stay at the estate, so I don't get to drive them. Mm. Who stays at the estate? Oh, pretty much anyone who's a big wig there. Why? Well, um, the Pecadranos are staying at the estate, as far as I know. And um, Janice Caliano. Janice? Yes. Very wealthy from uh, Pachacama. What does she do? Political figure up there. Oh. Yes. I imagine she's going to rise very quickly. Very well liked in Pachacama. Ah. And of course, the Molifers. They don't stay at the uh, hosting estate, but they'll be there for the night. Armand Valier, very well known. Mm. Anyone from the uh, famed Halls of Transmutation? I would think so. Um, Mr. Molifair does have some friends <coughs> from there, but uh, I can't think of anyone I've driven specifically. Anyone from uh, the uh, mining or real estate fields? Um, I believe so. Um, 
Ramsey Brandt will be there, I think. Ah. Well known man. How old is Ramsey Brandt? Must be at least in his early 50s. You guys continue on. Is there anything noticeable on his like arm that was. Um, make a perception check. Oh, how specific. Remember what I said? What's wrong with you? It's It's covered by what he's wearing mostly, so. I mean, and his outfit is nice. It's not, you know, decadent, but it's. He has a nice outfit. Mr. Lanson, does anything mysterious ever happen in this case? Mysterious. <laughs> you know, a bunch of very successful people moving around. Well, rumor has it. Not much of a rumor. It's fairly well known. They set aside a couple of rooms for uh, people to meet and arrange business and make contacts with each other. Oh, lovely. What sort of business has gone down before? Do you know? Purchasing of land, I would think. Perhaps exchanging goods and... I know that Armand is a man who knows people. Anyone he can meet, he's happy to meet. Interesting. What does Armand look like? Tiefling man, fairly tall, sort of dark reddish skin. I'm not sure what else you're looking for. I can't imagine there would be too many tieflings there, perhaps a few. Interesting. As a newcomer, what do you suggest how I meet these very successful people just to get to know them well gatherings there to meet people I suppose just walk up and talk to someone they'll have wine so grab a glass of wine and talk about the wine thank you of course let's move along we move back to the sort of carriage we can move towards the estate unless you guys have something you want to do on the way no <laughs> So you guys arrive at the Molefair Estate Banquet Villa, is what you've heard people call the Banquet Villa. It's this enormous mansion that's springing out of some of the surrounding vineyards. It took you about a little under an hour to get there. It's in the outskirts of Urshupa, so you've left the city proper, and it's a little bit outside. And the carriages pull through these beautiful sort of cobblestone paths, and there's these rows of torches that line the cobblestone as it heads up to the mansion. And you can see interior oil lanterns inside the estate that make this sort of sparkling effect on the windows and stained glass in the banquet villa. And a number of other elegantly dressed guests are mingling and enjoying sort of the cool evening air before they make their way up to the main entrance. And the, the carts stop. They arrive close to the same time. Your, your carriage gets there a little bit before, and it kind of pulls it to a stop. And he steps off and opens the door for you. Thank you, Maxine. Enjoy. Thank you so much. Closes it back in front and then you're gonna you pull up and they pull a little bit past the main entrance so they pull a little further and off to the side and there's sort of a wooden uh there's sort of stone archway with a large wooden door that's cracked open and you can see a couple of people heading in there they're dressed a little more plainly like you are and the guy sort of driving the car leads back and he goes here we go and he points <laughs> and the people start to file off do you follow the sort of general yeah yeah with a big sigh, Marva. Chris, you know, start, start to make your way in. There's a heavy presence of guards all around. Both there's guards near the entrance, sort of near the kitchen, less, but, um, and then a bunch of guards sort of lining the steps up to the banquet villa. And you can identify them. They have chainmail vests and shining gauntlets, but they do maintain a sort of air of grandeur, and they have 
good posture and styled hair, the very clean sort of gold trim caftans that they're wearing. And at the top of the stone steps of the main Anglophile, there's an elderly uh, half-elf man with a sort of fitted jacket that's sort of well buttoned up all the way to the top around his neck. And he has a scarf around um, one of his wrists that's sort of a nice sort of, it's sort of hanging, and as he's greeting people, it sort of follows <laughs> back and forth. <gasps> Welcome to the Molofair Banquet Villa. We're so pleased you're here for tonight's tasting. If you would please uh, present your invitations. Of course. You guys take them. Ah, welcome, Miss Quibbler. Thank you. Ah, welcome, Mr. Fortash. Thank you. Please, enjoy. Oh, one thing. Uh, the dining room, drawing room, and ballroom have all been reconfigured into an all-purpose space. So please refrain from making your way upstairs. And the two back lounges in the western wing are reserved for private discussion or any kind of interest upon formal request. Enjoy the evening. Who would we uh, place a formal request with? Oh, uh, there will be guards stationed at the rooms that you can ask. Lovely, thank you. Of course, enjoy. And so it goes to greet you. We head over just to the kitchen for a second. You guys enter through and it enters into sort of a very large, well-equipped kitchen as a number of Sort of appetizers are being cooked. There's a lot of chopping of general things and putting them together. And you see a guy that um, seems to be in charge. It's a uh, human man. And he's sort of frying a few things up, telling people where to go. He's sort of pointing and... New? Yes. All right. What can you do? Uh, well, this gentleman here is a bit of a mute. He's not so oh, bright. I don't need your life story. <laughs> what can you do? Can you cook? Can you I clean? Find, I find pick up something nearby really heavy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Send him to the cheese. And, points. <laughs> and there's these large wheels of cheese that a couple people are like struggling with and picking up. Over and over like, <laughs> yeah, and he sends you back. What do you do? Uh, pretty good server. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, we have one of our sommeliers yes. got sick. Okay. Do you know anything about wine? I've drunk quite a bit of it in my time. How much would I need? I can, I'm a fast learner. All right. And he takes out sort of a bottle. Molifair S. Full-bodied red grape, bold tannins, long persistent <laughs> finish, notes of black cherry, currant <laughs> spices, and cedar. And he hands you the bottle. Say it back to me. <laughs> it's Molotov red wine, full-bodied, um, notes of cedar. Okay. And he takes <laughs> out, and he takes out another one. And he hands it to you. The Markland, intense fruit flavors, medium-length finish, broad exotic array of nectarine, sour cherry, sweet tobacco flavors. Say it back. <laughs> I guess it's you then. <laughs> right. Now, always label out. Label out. Pour a little bit first, little wait bit for first. them to taste, then you pour the rest. Sure. And get her in a uniform. And he snaps and someone comes up with sort of a nice sort of uh, overcoat. Okay. And they sort of hold it up to you. I kind of... Just temporary, you got to give it back. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, I put it on and kind of label out. <laughs> Make a performance check. <laughs> <laughs> Second one, the day. Oh god. Oh, five. I think my performance. No, no, two. I thought I had plus three, I don't. Two, so you hold it and it, you're sort of like smiling and holding it in. 
Hmm. You'll need a little bit of work. And he sort of grabs someone else that's standing. You work with her. And sort of a shy sort of, okay. Molofet S. And he's got the same uniform, so it looks like he's another one of the uh-huh. sommeliers or something. Full-bodied red grape. Full-bodied red grape. Bold tannins. Bold tannins. Long persistent finish. Long persistent finish. Black cherry. Black cherry. Currant. Currant. Spices and cedar. Spices and cedar. Full-bodied red grape. Full-bodied red grape. Bold tannins. Bold long tannins, persistent tannins, finish. Long persistent finish. Black cherry. Black cherry. Currant. Currant. Spices and cedar. Spices and cedar. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Uh... And sort of the bustle of the kitchen surrounds. I was gonna write it down for her as he's saying it, like as Orba really oh, quick yeah, with the paper, but I don't have a pen. Never mind. It's a really good idea. And you appetizes, and he sort of takes a tray that has a few things. What is this? Get out there! And it's like you can look at it. It's like some sort of there's a number of cheeses and sort of sliced meats that have sort of been arranged into a pie. Don't even get the fancy vest to serve these stupid cheeses. No, it doesn't give you a fancy vest. She grumps on out. And we go into the estate as you guys sort of enter in after presenting your invitations. And as you move through the reception hall, you pass through another set of double doors that opens up into presumably what was the dining room that has been reconfigured. The primary tables have been relocated. And there's a number of small circular tables that feature... Empty wine glasses, fresh fruits, or pitchers filled with water, deep mahogany woods of all the furniture that sort of pairs nicely with these rich plum curtains that are hanging near the windows, and the drawing and ballrooms that you can see into. The, the space is very open at this point. Have been arranged into more seating arrangements. There's some sort of chairs and couches and things to sit on, and there's sparkling chandeliers hanging from... Uh, the second floor where there's a mezzanine that runs around the perimeter. So in the dining hall... The ceiling cuts it off, but then it's more open into the second floor in the other rooms, and you can see guards kind of stationed up at the top. They're not holding any weapons that you can see, but they're armored, and they're sort of just keeping an eye on the lower floors. And you can sort of see there's a number of people here already, at least, you know, at least 20 or 30 people in each room. I mean, it's fairly bustling at this point. You guys have arrived. Orba's wandering around with a tray of appetizers. Safira has her bottle of wine. You guys are in. What do you do? With the... the Very quietly. Um, sure. And the, there's a decent yeah. din. There's a lot of people talking. You don't have to be super quiet, too. Is whatever you're here for something I should accompany you with, or is it safer to do it by yourself? You know what I'm here for. I sort of know what you're here for. <laughs> I need to find a court of people that might need services of some sort that I could find and maybe make me the chess pieces. Right, but there's nothing you were told nothing of a company. You're not gonna I get told I was told nothing of that. I'm literally going in blind trying to find these people. Should we perhaps try to find Armand first? Or should we mingle? I think we should just mingle because if we're bound to come across him eventually, but we can't just avoid everybody else. All right. Um, There's Ramsey I'd like to meet, and, and Iris. Uh, do we? Oh, do we see uh, our friends Alicia and uh, make a perception check? Alicia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Seven. 
Seven, um, you'd have to take some, do you want to take some time to do so? You don't see them immediately. You, no. you take a quick look around and you don't. Is there, uh, is there anyone who looks like they're not having a conversation with anyone who might be? A, I mean, there's a lot of people here. There's, there's a few people not having conversations or a few people just standing sort of tasting wine by themselves. Let's have a chat, yes. Let's okay. just pick the nearest group. Group sure. nearest. Well, so group of a couple people with wine glasses in hand. Just two or three people standing together. Excuse me, friends. Uh, hello. Ah, lovely to meet you. Yes. Um, where does one other? I notice there are waiters around. Uh, yes, they will come around. Are you looking for uh, one wine in particular? I highly recommend the Martlet. Ah, oh. yes, I've heard wonderful things about the Martlet. Yes, it's my first time. Oh, well, welcome. We're very glad to have you. I'm Bizarre. Oh, nice to meet you. I'm Mina. This is Dylan, my husband. Hello, hello. Hello. And what kind of business do you two attend to? Oh, we're both from Pachacama, capital city, and we are both work with um, a number of people when they're uh, running for office. Oh, we wonderful. arrange the sort of uh, rallies and, and things of that nature. So interested in that field. Yes, well, Pachacom's a very political place, and mm. if you want a chance at any kind of political office, it requires quite a bit of preparation and time. Oh, who would one talk to in, in terms of who may be part of that movement? Um, if you were in Pachacom, that would be us, I suppose. <laughs> oh, and uh, any more of your group here tonight? Oh, I'm just here with my husband. But no one else from the political realm at that time? Not friends of ours, but I'm sure there are people here from Pachacom. Oh, great. What, what is it about the, this particular wine that you love so much? Oh, it has a very spicy and medium-length finish that I like quite a bit. Fantastic. I love it. Have you been before? Oh, we've been here two or three years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you know most of the people here tonight? Few. We mostly uh, mingle with the same groups, but it is nice to meet new people on occasion. This is slightly embarrassing. I'm a big fan of Samuel Preek's work. Mm. I'm a big fan of books. Of course, I did. Sam, I heard he might be here. Uh, yes, I believe I heard the same. Do you see him around? I don't know. Um, and she takes a look around, and I think that's him there with his wife. Ah, uh, do do you mind if I go speak with him? Oh, no, you? please. Yes, I would like to speak with uh, Samuel Preeks. I think I'll let you attend to this. All right. Sure. I don't want to Samuel Preeks. But before I, I, I leave you to enjoy your wine, yes. I'm interested in buying some land around here as well. Hmm. I didn't know if you knew anybody I could talk to about that. I think there are some people involved in land holdings. Oh, um, really? Ramsey Brandt would probably be the person to talk to. I've heard he's quite influential in the real estate field. Is, is he here? I don't believe he's arrived yet. He's one of the people that we know, so I'll be on the lookout for him. Perfect. Thank you so much. Of course. Enjoy. Yeah. There's a couple of people coming around with wine. A guy comes up to you, and he's got a couple of bottles. And um, uh, we have the Markland, and we have Velvet Ghost. Velvet <laughs> <laughs> Ghost. Could you describe that? Uh, yes. <laughs> a dry, light-bodied red, uh, high acidity, and a soft, smooth finish. Floral. Cranberry with appealing notes of beet and rhubarb. Interesting. And why does it have that name exactly? The Velvet Ghost. Yes. I didn't name them. Mr. Molifair names all the wine. Ah, I see, mm. I see. Can I? I? Sure. 
he pours a little bit into a, you pick up a glass that sort of, there's a number of empty glasses on the table. Mm, that'd be nice. Mm. He has very good form. He holds the little lady. This is not good. No, what? <laughs> You're fine. That has an excellent finish. Would you like a full glass? Sure. Has Mr. Montemere arrived yet? Uh, no, he should be arriving very soon. Amazing. Is this your first time working? No, I've been here for a number of years. Uh-huh. Any um, interesting dealings happening in the back rooms yet? Oh, I, I wouldn't presume to talk about such things. Mm. You'll have to ask that. Uh-oh. He begins to make his way. <laughs> the, the staff sort of is not encouraged to okay. necessarily stick their nose where it doesn't belong. On my way to Samuel, I see... Uh, Safira and Norba walking around? Uh, are you, you, what, what I'm looking for Safira. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah she's around. She's got a bottle of wine. Can I look at the label of the wine and try to remember what, what's the name of the wine? The name of it is, yours was Old Glory, I think. Old no. Glory. Or was she serving the Mark? No. I think I was serving the Mark land. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm wrong. Okay, Sorry. I think I was right originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm just kind of walking around, mm-hmm. kind of trying not to be noticed, mm-hmm. but like seeing if anyone needs a top up. I, I, I see Safira and I flag her down. Someone uh, gay. Yes. <laughs> I see you're carrying uh, the Markland? Yes, it's the it's Markland. Yes, um, I hear that one has a spicy and medium body finish that one does. I, it has. <laughs> a spicy and medium bodied finish that one. I love a glass. <laughs> I'm just, it's taking everything in me not to just spit at him. <laughs> yeah, sure, sir. And I just pour like, and a someone tiny walks bit up. Of it. Oh, could I have a glass of that? Yes, absolutely. Would you? It's the Markland. Oh yes, please. Could you tell me a little about it? <laughs> and I just stare at Safira. <laughs> yes, it's spicy. It has a medium bold finish. It has bold tannins um, and notes of cherry and cedar. Oh, it sounds delightful. Yes. Many tastes. Oh, lovely. Any hands for the bowl? Sure. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And he walks away. You do a passable job. <laughs> he doesn't doesn't draw any suspicion. So I have a full glass of this now. Yeah, sure. I just dump like a lot of. You give him glass. a nice full glass yeah. of the marble. Cheers. Cheers. I go up to Samuel. Sure. <laughs> um. Yeah, Orban Graven. What are we up to? Um. I've been. He's given you a number of. Ta- yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had some barrels of like sort of pickled, you know, yeah. vegetables and things that he's had to carry back and forth. He's making use of your sort of brawn as you. Tieflings. Sure. Make a make an investigation check. You're still in the kitchens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, ten. Ten. I mean, there's one or two other tieflings in the kitchen, dressed in very mundane clothing. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just sticking to my, my sure. Yeah, stuff you, for now. You, you, you wait <laughs> until yeah. you're called. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And Orba has sort of serving some appetizers. Yeah. Um, if I scan the room, like, how many male elves do I see? Make an investigation check. 20. Male full-blood elves? Yes. I mean, out of the... You're totally ballparking, but out of the yeah. maybe 80 people currently here, you maybe see 10 or 15 Okay, she, like, specifically goes up to wherever they are standing 
uh, and just kind of like lingers to hear conversations or sure. with her tray. Yep. I mean, are you listening for something in particular? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but also, do I recognize anybody from any past encounters? Not that you've seen yet so far. Okay. Okay. So um, you're doing this. Well, we'll let. Sort yeah, of I'm gonna try to think of how to more specifically ask okay. you what I'm gonna yeah. ask. So you guys head along, you're making your way through, and as you sort of enter towards Samuel, um, you're moving into the sort of ballroom area that's been sort of requisitioned, and there's a live band sort of playing on a raised stage area that has some flutes and general string instruments and things, and just as you're about to get to him, the band quiets, and the room kind of, like a hush kind of falls over and a man on the second floor sort of mezzanine sort of emerges and he comes out and he stands and he sort of smiles. It's a human man. And he looks out over the crowd and he puts his hands on the banister. And he takes a deep breath and he sees some faces that he recognizes and he nods at a couple people. So many friendly faces here today. Some new faces, men and women who I hope to form long-lasting and lucrative relationships with. Some old faces, but go back so far I can hardly remember where it all began. And that gets a few chuckles from the sort of <laughs> high, high class. <laughs> Heartfelt cheers and good fortune to all of you. There are two points I would like to address in the hopes that, having mentioned them, they need not be further discussed this evening somber news that I do not wish to supersede our pleasant festivities. First, it has been brought to my attention that the man found dead in the grotto of Brick Rock has been identified. And it is none other than my good friend and frequent attendee of Mollifair events, his honor Dietrich Lightwist. I cannot help but feel heavy-hearted somewhat responsible, as Dietrich was visiting Orantrupa specifically to attend this affair. The local authorities have assured me that they will do everything to bring those responsible to justice. And this gets a little bit of a laugh throughout the sort of a scoffing kind of like laugh, this sort of local authority comment. I'll be looking into the handling of this investigation myself, personally. And with that, his wife comes up behind him. And she holds kind of his arm in sort of a comforting, kind of sympathetic way. And the second thing, I'm sure many of you are aware, that my daughter Pi went missing two days ago. This has caused my family quite a bit of distress. But we will see her return, make no mistake. And as he's saying this, the sort of gentle touching of the elbow of his wife, she kind of retracts her hand and stands by herself. My suspicion is that this had something to do with our ongoing contract disputes up in Navikapura with Cliff Ironcloud and his band of thugs. He believes that he can apply pressure and force us to reconsider our position. But he is sorely mistaken. That is all. Enjoy the wine. Enjoy the company. 
and imbue the night with life. And he holds his glass up again, and the crowd sort of goes, with life, as they kind of... With, with life. life. Hold on. And you see him sort of make his way around the edge of the mezzanine, presumably sort of towards the front staircase, where he might be coming down. And the bustle continues. People kind of go about. Some people are sort of whispering and chatting about the information that they've heard. Some people seem to be aware of it already. Some of them sort of intrigued by this new information that they've heard. And with that lingering in the air, and Mr. Mulfair oh. timing the event, that's where we're going to wrap it up. Oh, God. <laughs> now that we've made it here. No. Uh, I'm going to talk. Plenty more of the wine tasting to, to, go. to go. Many things to discover. Oh my god. Um, thank you guys for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks. What is two weeks? 16th. 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 Is that awesome? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. So, oh, so, so call your dad and then turn on Twitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> watch it with your dad. Yeah, watch yeah. it with your dad. The episode will feature lots of dads. Maybe. Daddies. Definitely daddies. Y'all have dad stories? Lots of daddies. Yeah. Lots of dads. Uh, and um, we'll see you guys then. Thank you so much. Thank have a good you. Night. Good night. That's all for now. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend or leave us a nice review on the podcast app of your choice? There is always room in our party for more adventurers, despite what Kuzni may think. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and as my friends the Ackley Elves like to say, your presence is a gift. 